Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy Thursday at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Here we are once again. Oh, look at us. Oh, we're back. The three gals together again. If you guys could have any other name, what would it be? If like, if your name wasn't Claire, what do you wish it was? Oh man. I love my name as a thing. Although I think when I was little, I desperately wanted to be like Sam or Alex or like, for sure, like a Mm -hmm. boy, you could shorten it. And maybe I'm a boy, maybe I'm a girl. It'll be a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Anything. Oh, I, yes, absolutely. Or maybe something like super British, like obnoxiously like Philippa, like Eloise or something. You could call me Pippa and yes. yes, sorry. I love that. No, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with the name Kelly because of the Kelly Barbie doll. And then one of my girlfriends, her name was Kelly. And I thought the ultimate cool girl name was Kelly. So when I was a kid, I was like, cool. Why did my parents not name me Kelly? And then as a kid, I was furious. I said, no adults are named Haley. And I was staunchly, I believed that. I was like, I've never met an adult named Haley. I'm going to be so weird when I get older. Yet you were named (laughs) after an older Haley. 
I know. I don't know why in my head I was like, I've never been older, Haley. They're all dead. Kelly is a name that is a moment in time. People don't really get named Kelly anymore. Yeah, they really don't. Yeah. They really don't. There were so many Kellys. I just remember like growing up in school. Like I think oh, I went to like my I grade one, I think, or no, oh, I my, knew two. One oh, was my older, God. one was younger. You guys, I went to like a small Catholic grade school and I think there was four like in my grade. Yeah. I oh, wish Catholic you. Kelly would be a good name. <laughs> yeah. That makes so sense. That, so that fits in. Yeah. That, that tracks actually. When I was, Jacqueline, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. What, oh, sorry, what would you want? No, go Jacqueline. I really don't remember. I'm trying to think. I remember liking the name, um, Alexandra. And then yes. I also really liked the name Victoria because of, um, Victoria Beckham from Spice oh, Girls. Of course. Sure. But it is like such really a beautiful remember. name too. It is. I know it is. But yeah, I like Angela and yeah. Victoria. It sounds very regal. It's very regal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Moment of silence for that train wreck of a bachelor contestant, Victoria, from a few years ago. The one that referred to herself as like the queen. Oh yeah. She wore the crown, right? She wore the crown. Yeah. And who was it? It was Matt's season. Matt James. Throwback psycho. Yeah, oh, you know, I didn't even really watch that season, but I am familiar with her. When I, I hadn't was, watched it in a while, and no. then, or hadn't watched the Bachelor in forever, and that was first season that got me back on, and I was like, "No, I'm out again." <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I unless something a huge cosmic shift happens, I think I'm officially done with the Bachelor. I think, in fact, the Bachelor's moment has passed. Yeah, it I has. has. Yeah, it really has. There are too many other avenues and too many other dating shows now that it's like the systemic and overall just annoyances that come with the bachelor. We're like, yeah, we don't have to watch this anymore. We've got too many options for other dating shows. It just just didn't evolve, you know? Yeah. Yeah, It didn't evolve. Yeah. It never evolved. And then it always just felt like every person on the show was trying to get famous. Yes. That's why you needed older contestants and people with jobs. That was like, it helped ground the people. And instead it became like, an Instagram influencer training camp. It like basically least- was just like, who's going to get a sponsorship from HelloFresh first? We don't know. We don't yeah, know. We don't know. TBD. Like at least yeah. with like Love is Blind, at least some of those people like have a job. You saw them working when they were out of the pods. I don't know. Yeah. Like, they incorporate their real realistic. life into it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know we're not talking about it at length this time, but yeah, Love is Blind spinoff show, The Ultimatum. If you haven't watched it, watch it. But yes. that that is an issue I have with that show is that the cast is very young. Well, I saw that one of the girls, the girl that has like a half sleeve of tattoos, they yeah. Netflix said she was um 26 and she like came out on instagram and was like i'm 30 like i don't know why they said i was 26 well it's several it's it's been a couple it's been like two years since they filmed it isn't it or like wow it it, it's been a little while so maybe she's been like a year or two yeah yeah but But i don't know regardless they seemed young and they were young to some extent maybe not maybe maybe not that girl who spoiler alert didn't really matter but yeah (laughs) like the other people were like I'm 24 and I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and a half and I want him to propose and it's like I put in so much time 
It's like this last year didn't even matter. Yeah, it didn't because you're going to yeah, live really like a hundred more years. I was, actively, <laughs> I was actively trying to get people not to propose. Like I was like, oh God, no, I'm not ready for that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. If I yeah. went on that show, I would be the one that they're like, I'm going to propose to her and me, I'd be going, please don't, please don't. I mean, I remember my boyfriend, my senior year of college, like he wanted to propose to me and I was like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. 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 Don't even act uh-uh. like it. Yeah. I was like, I, oh, I was like over my dead body. Will I be a girl that gets engaged in college? Like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I, I want to live my life for a long time. Single. Not my journey. And if, you, if you're a listener and you're in college or you were engaged in college, honey, that was, that was your journey and God bless you and good on you. Just saying that's not our choice. (laughs) Not okay for everyone. I don't want someone out there getting their feelings hurt. But hey, speaking of weddings, this is the A Block brought to you by Relics Bridal. That's exactly right. They are still our title sponsors and we are so excited to have them on. Relics Bridal located at the summit at Fritz Farm in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, It's where I got my wedding dress and you've heard me talk about it a million times. And I will continue to talk about them because genuinely they're an amazing store. They have the latest fashions. They have classic looks, but they also have like right off the runway, newest designs from really cool designers, like out of New York city. And the staff is just lovely. The store is beautiful. The vibe is amazing. They have champagne for you literally every time you walk in the door, a to take the edge off, but B cause it's special and fun <laughs> and not just for you, the bride, for your whole crew. Claire knows Jacqueline knows. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yes, they have five-star reviews on Google, and I mean, it's obvious why they're amazing. So look them up. Uh, go to relicsbridal.com to book your appointment today. Be sure to follow them on Instagram, too, at relicsbridal. Relics is R-E-L-I-X. Again, the A-Block podcast brought to you by our title sponsor, Relics Bridal. We love you. We're happy to have you. Love them. Thanks for supporting us, Relics. <laughs> Eat the heart out, Kleinfelds. No way. Yeah. No. Forget it. All right. So what, what did you hoes do without me last week? Were you so sad? (laughs) Genuinely, A, we missed you. B, Claire, we had to, we had to duck and cover. We had to stop the podcast. podcast. An active tornado warning on the ground. Like seriously, Jacqueline and I were just like doing the podcast and all of a sudden I started getting alerts on my phone. And so did she. And finally I'll just go, um, what, um, I don't know. What should we do? And she was like, and, and um, we, we both spent five minutes being like, uh, uh, I don't know. Should we, I don't know. Should we? And then we finally just decided to pause. But the problem was, is that every County surrounding Lexington and Fayette County was under a tornado warning. Yeah. And it was either like, we were not going to be under one or we were like on the cusp. Yes. So good word that is not, well, thanks used for happen. potting through the storm. You're welcome. We're heroes. Thank you. Not you know what? That's what we should have been. Potting through the storm. The way we live our lives. The A-block. This week has been the first Sorry. week since, first, well, it's the, I think, was it four out of five weeks or three out of the last four weeks? Every Monday, we have started under a tornado storm warning or t- t- a tornado warning on Mondays, you can imagine after- a tornado storm where it's just all just tornadoes. All tornadoes. Yeah, that would be um, but and it was like a real rejoice moment Sunday night going to bed. And like and I watched the news and they were saying, guess what? No tornadoes, no severe weather tomorrow. Because it is kind of just like 
that puts a damper on the whole day because you're like, now I have to pay attention to what's going on around me. <laughs> now mm-hmm. I have to be plugged in to the weather forecast and they've all been at nighttime, which I think should be illegal. Like you should not have to be thinking about yeah. going to bed and also, you know, weighing the, making sure the batteries are charged in your weather radio. Yes. Oh no. And I it's don't charge my phone throughout the day. So like my phone oh. is gonna be dying at 9 PM regardless mm-hmm. of what's been happening. So mm-hmm. happy to have had blue skies yesterday. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Obviously Jacqueline, I can't wait to come visit you, but I got some news this week that I sent a flurry of texts to clear about, um, in extreme excitement. Yes. Your name is Tati Westbrook of YouTube fame. The original glamour beauty YouTuber. Yes. My one YouTube love. And she actually, so I watched, I, I, uh, haven't finished watching her most recent video. I actually fell asleep watching it last night. But the ASMR quality, her audio, her voice is so lovely and delightful to listen to. So that does not shock me. It is. But she went to my Ulta in her YouTube video. She did. Mm -hmm. I I watched the one maybe it was from last week where she went to Sephora. Does she go to Ulta in the same? No, it was. So the most recent one, she went to Ulta. She went to a bunch of different places. I drove past the Sephora she went to a couple days ago. And I was like, I literally thought that's the Sephora Tati went to, but that's not super near me, Yeah. but she went to my Ulta and I was matter. like, you Holy shop there every day until you smokes. see her. Yeah. Cause there's a Trader Joe's and Ulta. And then like two doors down, there's this place called Sculpt House. It's an Inwood shopping village. If anybody wants to, um, hit it up down and, and um, yeah, it was, I, I saw the Sculpt House in the shot and I was like, Oh my God, she's at my Ulta. Like I'm going to cry. It's thrilling. Like, it's so exciting. Like she lives in Dallas. I don't, I, I, I suspect that she, the how they're renovating a house. And I think the, the house they're renovating is a, is a suburb because she showed the backyard and the backyard just didn't look like a Dallas backyard. Mm-hmm. And so they're, I think the rental they're living in might be in like Highland park, Preston hollow, which are really nice neighborhoods here. Because mm-hmm. it seems to be where she's going, or it could be uptown. I don't know. But the point is, is she is nearby and Dallas is happening. I know, like Dallas is the place to be right now. I so if I mean Claire has have you shared your love for Tati? I think you did on this podcast back in season one. Yes, uh, version 1.0. Yes, I talked about how much I love Tati. I love Tati. Like the love is still strong. If you guys haven't watched Tati, Tati Westbrook, she was like. She was one of the first and still is like biggest beauty YouTubers. Yeah. And she's, like, she's been through a lot yeah. the past couple of years. Yeah. There's been some drama surrounding her, but she has survived and is bigger and better. And yeah. So she was living in Los Angeles. Then she moved to Seattle for a hot minute during the pandemic. And now she kind of didn't say at first where she was moving. I remember then one day she said, Texas. And then that's when I texted clear this week, like 48 texts in a row. Cause she said like, like ah! um, Day in the life in Dallas. And I was like, clear, clear. You know, I had already been like, trying <laughs> like to figure out girl is moving. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then, so just this week, the Dallas morning news here, <clears throat> the newspaper, they, on their Instagram account, uh, posted an article oh. about love is blind because this, the newest season that'll premiere later this year was filmed in Dallas. So that's the backdrop of the next season of love is blind. And I'm like, uh, Dallas is having its moment. 
Like seriously, that's huge. Like what yeah. is going on? You're right. my, who you do we got to call to get you on that show? I'm sad because the casting call happened last year. Otherwise I legit, I was like, you know what? I'd try it. I really would. Or I'd try why it out. Not? Like why not? Who cares? Yeah, they got to redo the whole show. They just got to redo it. I mean, they I'm here now. Take another me. choice. You're like either I'm on love is blind or I move into that Ulta where Tati was. Those are my choices right now. Okay. Um, honestly, I'm not far away from moving into the Ulta. I have gotten there way too many times I spent because I've been going to workout class at that sculpt house place oh, which, okay. is, which is kind of like a solid core uh, which you, is in Lexington mm-hmm. um, and then I go to that Trader Joe's all the time because a I love Trader Joe's and b I seem to like lean on You're cooking and, oh. and food and exploring new food when I have nothing else to do um, which uh, has been happening a lot. Um, and so I've just spending a lot of time in that little shopping center and Ulta's in between the two. So I always say, well, let's check out what's going on in here. I think that's great. And Claire, I think it's been so awesome how you've opened up on this new season of this podcast since you moved and really been sharing kind of what it's like to not only switch jobs, but move to a completely different city and state and being really honest with us and the listeners just about like, yeah, I'm having a lot of alone time right now, or I'm trying new things. I'm putting myself out there. I'm doing I, this stuff, trying to yeah. meet new people. Like you're being really, you're say, not just like, yeah, it's great. I'm in Dallas and I'm wonderful. It's like, no, it's taking effort to like build a life there. It is work. It is active work. And it's been a lot of work lately in terms of putting myself out there to try and make friends. Like I organized yeah. a meetup a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I've met a friend on Bumble BFF. I'm tomorrow I'm going to something where I don't know anyone, but I committed to it like a while ago. I've just stopped letting myself a get too shy or nervous or self-conscious to do anything because the alternative is sitting at home and being like, why is everybody else doing stuff and not me? Uh, Uh, It's because I have to like go out and find it. So I've been very proud of myself. I, I really pushed myself beyond limits that I thought I had. And I mean, I, yeah, it, it is hard work and, um, it's not always fun, but it's been, it's, I, I was just talking about this with my mom about how happy I am with myself in terms of forcing myself to be uncomfortable and vulnerable and put myself out there because the alternative is being lonely and sad and sitting at home, which I like to do. Like, don't get me wrong. I like to sit at home, but like not all the time. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I I appreciate it. And I've I've been trying to get as creative as possible. Met friends at the gym the other day, we went and got coffee and then we're going to get a cocktail, uh, one day in the future. Hey, I love that. Yeah. So that's awesome. When you're desperate enough, when you're desperate enough, you put yourself out there, but I think it's good too. Like when you're alone, but you're making yourself cook more because you do love to cook. You've told us that before you always do teaching yourself how to cook new and exciting recipes is not a bad way to spend your alone time. No, it's been fun. 
Oh, yeah. that's my favorite way. Like put on a podcast, pour a good glass of wine, drink a coconut LaCroix. It's a lot. Oh, hell yes. Get that it all like, going. If you don't follow Jacqueline on Instagram, do it because she is like daily food inspo all the time. She's posting on what she's cooking in her kitchen. And I'm like, what? I know you made something the other day and I was like, Ooh, that looked good. Did I take a screenshot? I might It was the, the goat cheese veggie pasta. That's what it was. Oh, that was oh, so geez. good. The sauce was like goat cheese, lemon juice, and like a bunch of different spices. Oh, I'm in a lemon mood lately. So you were yeah, speaking and to it, me. I, it had like Brussels sprouts and um, sun-dried tomatoes in it too. Oh my God. It was so good. That sounds so really, good. anything with sun-dried tomatoes, I'm like, I'm a sucker for it. I'm like, right I, I need this more. They are a game changer. They are They're a game, game changer. changer. All right, Jacqueline, yeah. what's in your wine glass tonight? It is a Cabernet. It's um, Freak Show Cabernet. Oh, yeah. Freak Show is good. Yeah, which is one of my faves. Yeah, I had a little glass. I had like a little mini glass last night when I was eating dinner. So just kind of, I guess, drinking the bottle before it goes back. You have to. You have to. It's your responsibility now. You can't let it go to waste. You spent the money on it. I I mean, that would be an irresponsible consumer if I let it go to waste. Yeah. You can't be wasteful. Yeah. What about now, Claire, are you imbibing tonight or have you been imbibing lately? Because you, Oh, she's Claire completed. That's another thing. Who is this Claire Crouch? It's just like smashing every goal. You made a six week, no sugar goal, smashed it. Smashed it. I did. Yes. I achieved no inspirational. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I think, so I was talking to my friend Amanda about this and I was like trying to figure out I just want to say real quick by saying, who is this Claire smashing your goals? I wasn't trying to imply like before you've done a shit job of anything. You've said uh, no, I think that's fair. <laughs> I, no, I did not mean that. After I said I, it, I was like, that made it sound like she I never wasn't offended. I felt no, like- you have just taken on a, like a ton of new things at once. Yeah. Like I know it's moving home, putting yourself out behavior. there, like <laughs> just all of these things you have just really put yourself out there. And then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to also eat. I'm just going to also not eat sugar for six weeks. Yeah. I know. And so that's what I was saying to my friend, Amanda. I was like, it seems crazy to have done this. And mm-hmm. I was like questioning why I did it. And all these different things. And a, I really, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed it, which Good. at times it was super tough, but then it was fine. But the one thing that it really helped me through this, uh, like specific period in my life is I am definitely, I eat for all occasions. So I eat when I'm happy, I eat when I'm sad, nervous, stressed, content, tired, energetic, whatever. I'm like, let's eat constantly. Um, and going through this super emotional hard time, it was like a godsend that I wasn't eating sugar because then I wasn't eating super bad. And then in turn feeling worse about myself and then that turning into a huge spiral. So it really was like this really nice insurance system for myself that a helped me focus on something and B was like a built-in fail safe to keep me from like literally in a cocoon on the couch, eating ice cream and drinking wine. Anytime I felt like a tinge of sadness, which is a lot, like, especially in those first few weeks, like Mm -hmm. I was like little miss vulnerable. And so like 
any, it would have been, it just would have been so much worse. (laughs) I think if I had not been like limiting myself. So I don't know. I really don't know. And like I said, I never thought I could do something like that. I thought I would be a super, I would do it like for a day and a half and be like, this is a joke, but somehow I committed to it and achieved the goal. So that's awesome. No, I I think that's great. Yeah. I love that. So what are, what are you drinking tonight? I'm having a glass of Pinot Grigio, which is not my fave wine, but I have it because I had it in my fridge. It hadn't been opened. I don't even remember. It might've been given to me or I might've bought it when I first moved here at total wine with like a pick six type situation. Um, but, uh, it's okay, but I'm enjoying it. Excellent. I'm look at us all having different kinds of wine. I'm trying to usher in summer. I'm having a rose tonight. Yes. And it was compliments. It was a lovely bottle gifted to me by our gorgeous friend, uh, Katie. Um, she is a friend of all three of ours. And she came to my house, um, during my birthday weekend and brought me a gorgeous little plant. She brought me a little cactus. I know. And I was like, it was in the cutest little pot and everything. Like I was like, this is adorable. And then she brought me a bottle of wine and she goes, I picked them based on the label. The label is gorgeous. The brand of wine is called disastrous by nature. And I was like, hi, I identify with that. (laughs) Rosé for me are hit or miss. I either really like them or I hate them. Sometimes I find they're too dry. I'm not kidding. Katie, if you're listening, I'm not just saying this because you gave me this and because I identify with the name best rosé I've ever had. Wow. Disastrous by nature. nature. Disastrous by nature. It's very, it's a, if you guys don't like, or anyone out there, if you don't like a sweeter rosé, I don't recommend it, but I'm really enjoying it. Cause lately I'll think when I think of pink wine, I think, Ooh, sweet. And usually it's way too dry for me. Uh, but this is really good. So Katie, you sweet little angel, baby. My favorite rosé is famously the Baraska sparkling rosé. Oh, oh yes. Oh yeah. No, that's, is that the one in the gorgeous bottle? Yes, it is. Sparkling one. And I think of the two of you anytime. I I know I was going to say, I was like, (laughs) oh God, those are, that's, that was included in our most famous, um, wine drinking adventures during quarantine when we really weren't even supposed to be hanging out. And we did anyways, you weren't supposed yeah. to see people and we just had we hung out in secret and no one got sick. We were fine. It was just the three of us at our home. Like we weren't out mi- mixing it up with, uh, we weren't out amongst them. Uh, but yeah, there were, we two- were sitting outside on a balcony. That's right. On a Monday night. night, And then the time for my birthday was a a different night, but yeah, both times we kept, we all, all three of us had high hopes of being like, y'all want to come over and have a glass of wine. And then we're like, where do these glasses keep getting filled up? Every time there's more. Yeah. It's so weird. We have another bottle of Rose. We have another bottle of Chardonnay. It's like, Oh God. (laughs) Oh God. Here we are. But we we did it. We were, Going like, through surviving, trying to survive yeah. our whole lives getting ripped out from under us because of a global pandemic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Lord have mercy. What Seriously. a time it was. What, what a, time a time it was. You know what I think would make it better? Just some diamonds. Do you know oh. what I mean? Just some oh, diamonds. And if we had better. a brand new sponsor of the podcast that could help us out with that. If only. Because we do. That's right. We are excited uh, to uh, welcome uh. our newest partner, Presley Collection. 
Anthony and his team have a gorgeous collection of jewelry. That's right. We are talking jewels, y'all. They pride themselves on having the brightest diamonds at the world's best price. They're Regality diamonds are the highest quality diamonds in the world. They are tested by laser and out sparkle all other diamonds. How do you like, like that? What? Yeah. As a diamond wholesaler, they have a vast inventory of jewelry options and are generally able to beat any retail store price. And if you haven't checked your calendar lately, Mother's Day is almost here. So you need to start mm-hmm. thinking about it. That always creeps up on me. It's like you start thinking about summer and you forget about dear old mom. Well, don't. And if you get stressed about trying to come up with what to get her, Presley Collections got you covered this year. They've got some perfect gift ideas. They've got elegantly crafted tennis bracelets with three carat remarkable diamonds priced below half of retail price. They have a 1.75 carat ruby earrings and 14 carat gold studs at an unbeatable price. Regular price, listen to this, is $1,200. They're offering them for $289. So it shouldn't be allowed. I know. Actually, we're going to call the police. police. No, that is insane. Like, guys, that's ridiculous. If I could do math, I'd say that's like so and so percent off. I feel like it's a tenth of the price, but I have no idea. They've also got a carrot stud regality diamond earrings. And in addition to Mother's Day, just keep Presley Collection in mind for engagement rings, graduation gifts, Father's Day gifts, if you got that man in your life who likes to sparkle, birthdays, and more. And we also want to mention that you can now pre-order a first-of-its-kind Presley Collection men's luxury sports watch. And here we go. Here's how we're going to hook it up. We're going to spice up the deal is that Love you it. can receive 15% off your purchases with the promo code ABLOCK. That's promo code A-B-L-O-C-K. Head to www.presleycollection.com. That's P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y collection.com to pick out those perfect gifts now. And welcome to the A-Block family Presley Collection. We're so happy to have you. And I'm excited. I got to check out some of these deals. I know Jack. I'm going to use the right right now. promo like, code. Like, are you diamond shopping right now? Yeah. <laughs> Look, okay, not, um, not at the moment, but I did the other day when our producer Maria um, told us about them and I immediately went to their website and was like, <laughs> like I, could, I could not go fast enough. I love looking at diamonds. So it's like, I fi- I follow like diamond accounts on Instagram. I'm just fascinated by them. So they're so gorgeous. Presley collection. Welcome to the A block family. This is awesome. Y'all yes. off 15% off those already insane prices. Like, are you I joking? Know. Like, like I'm literally going to use the code. <laughs> what the heck? I know. I'm like, well, let's look around here and see. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. So very exciting stuff. Um, um any other wow. news, anything exciting happened to anybody this week or just right, you know, living the life we met. Well, two weeks ago for you, Claire, we haven't seen you in ages. Yeah. I don't think anything personally. So I was out last week cause my dad had a pretty serious surgery. Um, and it was really nice to be able to be there. This one of the big reasons why I moved home is to be kind of present for my parents and when, and if they go through things like this. So while not like a overwhelmingly fun thing to do, uh, mm-hmm. it was really gratifying to be 
like of service and help my parents and just be there to answer, uh, ask questions and help do things. And then we had Easter together. So I got to cook for them and with my mom a little bit and it was fun. It was just like a really validating, uh, experience as to why I made the decision to be here. So mm-hmm. that's where I was. And thank y'all for letting me take the night off. And of it, course. It oh, a good we night to be yeah. there because it was eventful. And no, I got to eat a little bit of hospital food. Hey. <laughs> Do you get that hospital ice? I know. Hospital well, jello. Actually, I did I did get some hospital ice, but it wasn't like the good hospital it ice. It wasn't the good ice. It wasn't the chips. It was just uh. regular ice. But they did give me tea and a little tiny sealed cup that, you know, made me oh, remind me where I was. Love that. <laughs> we were like, this, this is why I moved to Dallas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I was, yeah, this is why I moved to Dallas. The hospital food. It's Love so it. good. You've got to message Tati and say, hey, Tati, you want to meet me at, I can't, I don't know, a hospital. The Presbyterian Hospital Cafeteria. I know a thing. Lots of press. Just say me to the press. It's the best tea in town. Oh no, I've got my sweatshirt hung on my earring. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It's really stuck. The earring is oh, in no. her ear and oh, she my God. Is, you have to wait, call don't you move. Have to dial don't move. Okay. I just um, Okay, I, I just going to take a picture. Oh crap. Here. Let me I'll, I'll put it back in for you. Yeah, it's still stuck on her. I'm stuck on you. Hold on. Don't move. No, the earring needs to flip. I hope you guys are enjoying this at home. Yeah, this is great podcasting. As they say on one of my favorite podcasts, Lost Culturistas, podcasting is a visual medium. Because <laughs> they'll do stuff like this and they're like, because podcasting is a visual medium. A visual medium. I like that. I've had a couple people lately. And who was it as well? Um, Matt's uh, cousin, uh, her name is Isabella. She's a UK student and Jacqueline met her this weekend and she loves our podcast. Um, she actually, we saw Jacqueline and on the way to meet her, I said, we're going to meet up with that friend Jacqueline. And she goes, <gasps> I can't wait to meet her. And I was like, what? And she goes, I listen to the A Block every week and I feel like I know her because of her voice, but I don't know her. And I'm actually incredibly excited to meet her. And I was like, oh, and she was so excited. So, and of course, she Jacqueline was a bitch to her like she always is. You know, of how Jacqueline course. Is. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was an incredibly disappointing experience. It's like how they say, never meet your heroes. It was, yeah. um, yeah. no, no, she was so excited. But she mentioned when we were riding over there, she was like, have you guys, she said, some of my favorite podcasts are the ones that put up the video. And so a couple, we've talked about maybe one day releasing these zooms online yeah. like on YouTube or something. So if you ever want to listen and watch us, because podcasting is a visual medium. I don't know if you guys have heard that. It is. I actually got into watching my podcasts like during quarantine. I've never done, I've never watched a podcast. I'm not kidding. I've watched a comedy podcast before and it was actually delightful. Yeah. Almost all of my podcasts do YouTube videos. I would say I like probably one or two of them don't, but almost all of them do. And, um, if they didn't, and like before quarantine, they, they started doing it. And it was like my favorite thing because when I was at work, like I would sit in the newsroom and like, listen to a podcast, like while I'm working or whatever. And then I'm just like sitting at home. Like, what am I going to do? Like sit on my couch with my AirPods in and like, yeah, you know, exactly. so I started I do that. TV. I'm like, I love this. <laughs> Claire, you loser. Ew. Sometimes I go, I get in bed at night and I'm still listening to my podcast and I have my headphones on and I just lay on my bed, like a psychopath, like not get in bed. Like I, I look like, you know, that, um, 
I don't, it's not even a, is it a gif or is it just a still picture of Tiffany, New York Pollard, where she's like, she's sitting on the bed with her sunglasses on. That's yeah. me listening to my podcast at night before I go to bed. <laughs> I love that. My favorite my favorite, like, um, caption for that was when you're about to head to the club, but your phone is dead and it shows yeah. someone's phone plugged in beside the bed. And it's like, so she's sitting there waiting on her phone Maybe. to charge before she can go to the club. That's like, oh, that's oh so my funny. gosh, I'm so glad you referenced that. That's you every night. Claire's every night. Well, you like, wear sunglasses every night or sometimes I'll listen to like, I'll put my headphones on, but it's not like a all day, like every day thing, you know, I'm a yeah. huge Claire, are you all day, home. every day with yes. the headphones. Yes. I, I it had, it started in the pandemic back in my, in Lexington because my neighbor, I'm not going to say her name, but we all know who I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> oh good. haven't thought We're about her in a little while. Oh, it's our best friend. Yeah. She about? loves us. We love her. Hates uh, us. We hate her. And, uh, but she worked from home through the duration of the pandemic, probably God still there at this moment, zooming at full volume with no headphones in. So I could hear, I mean, I heard all of her, she was a recruiter for UK. I mean, I heard everything. And so I was like, I'm gonna go nuts. So I had to wear my headphones around my apartment if I wanted to just like keep my sanity. And yeah. it's a habit I've never, I haven't broken. I imagine you know, God willing, one day I will cohabitate with another person and <laughs> I'm probably going to have to break this habit at some point because I literally, if I'm not podcasting with you guys, I have my headphones on. <laughs> oh, I love that. And Rose like, hello, I'm here. Um, <laughs> no, just tapping on walls, not getting any attention. Like what the hell? I know. Well, I have to drown him out too. And I love <laughs> to dance to music alone in my apartment. And so sometimes just put those headphones on and you are in the zone. Oh, you're in the zone. It's like one of those silent discos where you can go to a party and they hand out headphones. Yeah, that's me. Hey, <laughs> um, one of our other ex news, um, friends Pam I saw she went to the girl we used to work with the news who is one of the funniest people you ever meet she went to a silent disco this week and posted a bunch of photos of it and I'm like those have to be so fun but look like a group of deranged psychopaths if you're not in the party and you look in from like the street window and you're like that room is or you just happen to walk into the wrong you think you're going to the dentist and you walk into this party and you're like they're not happening they're all dancing but to to nothing. Just making uncomfortable um, noise. Yeah. They're just like, oh yeah. Uh. Uh, uh, just shuffling feet, just weird yeah. shuffling feet. <laughs> yeah. Just weird people just two stepping and you're like, it's not good. You're mm. like, what is what happening? Is what is going on? Um, Andrea that lives in Miami teaches. So she, um, is a certified like 305 teacher and you, it's yeah. like that, you know that like dance yeah well her and um one of her other friends teach an outside class every Saturday morning like in this neighborhood called Winwood down there and oh, it is God. they have the headphones oh that's amazing they all dance to the same music I'm sure it's like psychotic to to like walk past and see like basically like almost a hundred people like dancing, doing the same thing, like wearing these like giant headphones. It is so funny. But she said that 
the place that they were doing it, like there was like kind of rules with noise, even though it was like, oh. on a Saturday. So they had to like, yeah. use the headphones, but. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I was like, how unsocial yeah. have we become that we're like, <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. But it, she's like, it's still fun. Cause like it's everyone's, it's the same song. Everyone yeah. Yeah. in sync, but she's like, it's just really funny. That's right. So- you're looking from the outside in you're like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> yeah, like- sure. Um, we've mentioned new n- news a couple times, newsroom, former news, uh, employees. And I just wanted to bring up to our dear friend, Angie, Angie, yes. Angie Bevan. Um, she loves to text me. She still works at our place of former employment mm-hmm. and she loves <laughs> to text me when people send funny emails and she sent me two lately about me. Okay. And hear it. I, I just die. I think I've sent one or both of these to y'all, but yeah. one of them, the subject of the email was Carol Crouch. Please be the Carol Crouch email. And then the body just was, where did Carol go? <laughs> <laughs> no punctuation. Where did, where did Carol go? <laughs> so you've been gone for three months. Um, no, four months. You've been gone for a full four months. She just now is asking and doesn't even bother to get your first name right in the subject or the body. She's a big fan. Big I love fan. It. My biggest. Number one. Someone and then say. the one she sent me, I don't know. I can't remember if it was yesterday or today now. <laughs> Is LEX 18 going to replace Claire Crouch? <laughs> oh, man. It's funny that- in so many ways. And it feels so good. I was like, are you, Hmm. have you been in like a coma and like, you don't, you don't, you do not get up in the mornings anymore watching or what's happening here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the name of the person, but if I did, I, I, I was like, Oh, dear, dear viewer, dear viewer. Hi. But those little, those emails just kill me. I don't know why it's like my favorite part about the Carol email was at the end. It just said sent for my iPad. Yeah. (laughs) for My iPad. That should not be overlooked. Oh, it should never be overlooked. Where did Carol, where did Carol go? (laughs) Carol. (laughs) I love that so much. Carol Crouch is my favorite. I love Carol. We love Carol. I can't start my day without her. Um, I can't start my day without Carol. Um, in answer to the earlier question, Claire always wished her name as a child was Carol. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, when I was a child, there was a man at my church, Frank Cohn. He is, Frank. he's dead and gone. Rest in peace. Yeah. But he called me Carol and I never corrected him. And I was like a little girl, but he would always give me a piece of peppermint bubble gum. And I was like, Frank, you can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner, you know, (laughs) just give me that gum. (laughs) And that's when she said, that's when she was like, I've got to do a six week, no sugar. This gum has got me addicted. I've got to stop. I'm over the edge, over the edge, Frank. No more gum. So Carol, it's not the first time I've been mistaken for a Carol. I love that. I guys, if that's not the name of this episode, what is where Where did did Carol go? My favorite thing is a podcast, like, especially like podcasts that name the episode, something funny that happened in the episode. I can't wait for when that moment comes up. When I'm listening to the episode, I'm always like paying attention to like, 
okay, the name of the episode is whatever it is. And I'm like, why did they name it that? And then like the moment it comes up, it feels like I just did an amazing word search audio wise. I'm like, I found it. I know. I caught it. Yeah. Um, Okay. I just wanted to talk about quickly because there's not a lot to say yet, but this is something that will have aired by the time this comes out tomorrow is Prince Harry is doing a sit down interview with Hoda Kotb on the today show that airs on Wednesday morning. Holy shit. Okay. So we're going to have to recap it next week then. Yeah. Cause apparently allegedly, and who knows? Cause he, he and Megan are in the Hague in the Netherlands for the Invictus games. Yeah. And but they went to visit the queen beforehand and allegedly he is going to discuss that. I mean, why Harry? No. And so that's why I think I'm saying allegedly, cause I'm like, I think it's probably just going to be about the Invictus games. I, I hope it is. Cause I'm just like his grandmother, his grandfather has died. His grandmother is old. I think it's lovely that they've now seen each other. Thank I mean, God they had, that was stressing yeah. me out. Oh, I'm like, I mean, that's his, royalty aside, drama aside. That's his freaking grandmother. And I'm and like, she's she is old. No spring chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm so glad they went and saw her, but I'm just kind of like, bro, don't stir up drama again. Like yeah. if you want to do this interview, I'm excited about it, but I have anxiety about it. Cause I'm like, please don't, don't cause any more issues. Just like, uh, I don't know. It makes me nervous. Hopefully I know. So we'll see about like how it was like a great experience seeing his grandmother and how nice it was. And just yeah, maybe like a little floofy rather. Than, I mean, the thing you know, is, it's like, should he be doing an interview? Yeah. Why is he doing the interview? It's like, unless you're doing it about the Invictus games, why else would you be doing it? Because most, yeah. most of the time those morning shows don't book someone for an interview unless they have something to promote, like a movie, a book, an event. Maybe they're finally in the middle of turmoil. So I'm like, I have a question. Yes. What are the Invictus games? It is. Carol, Carol, can you take this one? So Carol, <laughs> Carol's not here right now, but Claire oh, is here. Okay. And so it is, um, so it's kind of like, I'm going to, I want to pull up the correct explanation, but I believe it's for people who have been in military service and they're now able to participate. It's kind of like a, so they have, I feel like president George W. Bush does a bike ride for like wounded warriors. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's the Invictus games use the power of sport to inspire recovery, support rehabilitation and generate a wider understanding and respect for wounded and injured service members and servicemen and women. So it's, yeah. And, um, I, you know, earlier today I was sitting at my desk and I was like, I should look this up, but I didn't, even though I'm literally surrounded by computers. Um, Mm -hmm. did Harry found the games? You know what? I don't remember. Did he found the games or did he just, because it's, that's his thing. Like it's the, well, he's the patron of it. And so I don't know if like, that means he founded it or has it been going on a while that I don't know the full history of it, but that's what it is. And so it's kind of like an Olympics for veterans and, um, wounded servicemen and women. First thing I Googled history of Invictus games, it says Harry launched the Invictus games in 2014. Okay. That I I remember it was kind of a big deal in him, William and Kate. Yeah. With him. Uh, It says on a trip to the warrior games in the USA, he saw firsthand how the power of sport can help physically, psychologically, and socially those suffering from injuries and illness. He was inspired by his visit and the Invictus games was born. Very cool. Oh, 
So yeah, I guess there is like a bigger games in the U S I'm thinking of specifically, I know cause it happens in Texas. Um, George W. Bush does a, a bike ride. Cool. And it's always like a big deal here when it happens and it goes through Crawford, where his ranches and everything, but yeah. So it's there. It's the UK's version of the wounded, the warrior games. Yes. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. See, I always knew it was kind of, in my head, it was for like wounded servicemen and women is what I thought, but like, I don't know much about the games themselves, but I always knew Prince Harry was with it. I'm just enjoying seeing new paparazzi photos of Harry and Reagan. I We've know, me seen too. Them lately. And I'm just like, I, I know she's wearing, I need to know their body language. How are they? How, what yeah, are we doing? Adorable always. But I'm like, what but where are the all children? let me see the babies. What is all what? What happened to like all the deals? You know what I mean? So her podcast is supposed to have an episode. Is it May? It's it should be soon. I mean, believe me, I'm I'm subscribed on Spotify, ready to go. Okay, okay. So I'll keep you in the loop. And when she came out and talked about it recently, or there was a press release something sent out where it's going to be about women's issues. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. I know archetypes is what's called. Ah, oh, everything with Archie's name in it. I know they've got to do something for Lilibet. They've got to do something for Lilibet. So she, I guess, Megan, I think it was at the Invictus Games or maybe something else this week, Megan introduced Harry and said, an amazing father to our Archie and Lily, calling her Lily. And I was like, oh. I, I actually love that name, Lilibet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sweet. It's very sweet. So, and then we were spoiled because on Easter, we got the other, we got William and Kate and two oh. of the three children, which is always, I love to see the children. So glad. I love to see the children. And they look, I mean, Kate looks flawless like she always does. She does. She's a special lady. But so children, like, they just look so, I love that the way, not that the children are styled, like they're stylists, but just the way, you know, your parents dress you at that age, especially for big events like that. I just love that they still look like kids. Yeah. Like Charlotte like looks kids. like a cute little girl. Like she doesn't look like you're trying to make her look like, I don't know. She just has on like little stockings and a cute dress and a cardigan. And her hair looks very like non-fussy. I yeah. Don't know. I just think yeah, she just not- like, I feel like we kind of looked when we went to Easter Sunday church. Yeah. Nothing fancy, but you know, nice looking. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. It, it'll be making some headlines, no doubt. Yeah. I would like if he just stuck to maybe the Invictus games, which I feel like is the thing that's most synonymous with him and truly an amazing thing. I just, I'm like, don't, you just saw your grandma. It's been too long already. Let's, oh, let's just not stir up drama anymore. Right. I know. I but just, you know, NBC is going to be like, Hoda, you got to ask, you got to ask him how things are going. How was oh, that? Of course, you of course. Any They're going to be forcing her to do that. Because yeah. when else did you start? But it's like, yeah, I don't know. But I just wanted to have a little quick hit in there for you guys. Just yeah, to, no, I'm glad we talked you about on that. and mark your calendar in the past because it will have already happened by the time you hear this. Yes. Um. All right. Should we get into today's topics? Let's um, do yeah. Topics? yeah. Um. Am I first? Yeah. Knock it off. First. We I missed you like last week. You go first, little angel, babe. So I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about. I was like, what's happening in my life? What's happening in the world? I don't have a lot to say, but one thing I've been very consumed with is trying to get my TV viewing schedule in order. Yes. So I just, for my own sanity, wanted to write down a bunch of shows I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I you know that. what? No, Maybe I I'll that. just talk about the shows that I'm excited about that are going to be debuting soon. Cause I feel like I'm in a little bit of a dry patch. Uh, famously the thing about Pam ended. Um, so we've ended that season Yeah, and I am still paying, um, my life's debt to Hulu. <laughs> so, 
but it, would you say it was worth it? You know what? Here's the thing. I'm keeping it. I'm, I, they got me. I'm actually staying. <laughs> OMG! What? Oh, they got Fair. her. Because, okay. I wanted, I wanted to get TV. I've been missing having TV because my apartment um, doesn't get very good reception on my antenna. And so I was like, I need to be able to watch some kind of TV. And there is something soothing about having the option of having the TV on. And it's just like programming is on, you know, it's like not, you're just sitting down to watch a show. It's like to have it on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That background it's just like, on. yes. Yes. Oh, HGTV like reruns. Almost. I'm yeah. like E. Oh, oh yes. Bravo reruns. Anything like that. That's just like, it's comforting. It's like familiar enough, but you don't have to keep watching it. You can go around and do laundry and stuff. Yeah. So I am paying for the Hulu bundle that gets me ESPN plus and Disney plus and Hulu with live TV. Mm-hmm. And all of that is like $1 more than if I got direct TV and I don't get Disney plus or HBO, which I already have access to HBO. So I, and I don't pay for it is the problem uh, yeah. because, um, Actually, I'm sorry. I do pay for it. Uh, it's yeah, I've paid for it. If anyone, yeah, sure. If you're listening. Uh, so anyway, I'm keeping Hulu live. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about a few shows that I'm excited about Let's that are, and one of which is, I believe like, is it out today or out yesterday? which is the Abercrombie documentary on Netflix. Oh it's my out. God. I need to watch this. Oh, yeah, it's I haven't like watched on it. on my list. Yeah, oh my gosh. I am so excited. Now. I remember, yeah, we were like circulating the, um, what do you call that poster that had come out? The digital poster that was being yeah. posted over social media. Like just this, yeah. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot. Yeah. <gasps> so that ha- that's apparently already out and I haven't watched yeah. it. I haven't heard anything about it. I honestly don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it says like the rise and fall. And we were talking amongst ourselves. We're like, what fall? We're like, <laughs> we're actively fun. shopping at Abercrombie. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're back. If you were traumatized by Abercrombie and addicted to the smell of fierce when you were our age in high school, um, then yeah, Abercrombie's back. Okay. Vengeance. Okay. Back. And they're appealing to the very same people that spent all of our life savings at Abercrombie when we were in high school. Exactly. So like our parents. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had no money. I never, I was too intimidated to shop at Abercrombie. So I never shopped at Abercrombie. I had one jacket that I still wear to this day that my aunt gave me for Christmas. And when I was in high school, but I didn't feel cool enough. I, I gate kept myself. Well, I had an older sister and she was addicted to Abercrombie. So she, like, I would wear her Abercrombie clothes and then we would go in there together with our mom. And I felt like, Ooh, and then just, and then I'd go in there with my friends. So I know what you mean. It is intimidating back in the day when they'd have those shirtless models in the store. Yeah. What? Yeah. The male models that would stand at the front with the fierce perfume or cologne. Yeah. I would stand there shirtless with their V showing. It was like, what's going on? Yeah. It was too offensive for me. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, the rise and fall, but in our opinion, they've risen and they've 
I don't know. Maybe in the documentary, we'll find things out we didn't know. I know there was drama there, but I'm like, they're back now with the new styles and inclusivity, which I'm here for. I just hope I don't find out something that's going to make me feel guilty about wearing my new denim shorts. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, don't ruin a good thing. Okay. I just, I've just made peace with showing my legs in public. And now I'm going to find out that they're, they've done some godforsaken thing that I don't know. Okay. So don't give it to us. Don't probably do it. by the next time we record, I'll, we'll have watched it and Mm-hmm. We'll have to beg for forgiveness. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next on the list is the second season of the flight attendant on HBO max. Did y'all watch the flight? <gasps> attendant? No, but I have it. Claire, I have it. The 21st in two days. <gasps> I do the very same thing. I keep a list on my phone of shows and movies. I want to watch in the flight attendant season one is on my list. I haven't oh watched my it. God. Watch it. Kaylee, Spoiler. You'll but, love it. It's so really? good. Yeah. Okay. Loved it. I love Kaylee Cuoco. And so I'm excited, but I'm excited to see her in a role like this. Cause I've never seen her in a serious role. I just it's never have her mystery. It's serious. It's also mm-hmm. kind of funny. Yeah. It's got, it's, it does a lot of different things and it's yeah. just really Perfect. enjoyable to watch. So yeah. Okay. Flight attendant that comes out in two days on HBO max, putting a check mark okay. by that one. And then on three days later, spoiled on Netflix, we get another season of selling sunset. And so this will be the season with, um, I can never remember her name. Chrishell. Oh, Chrishell. (laughs) Um, Chrishell is dating the, one of the twins. Yes. So yes, it'll be interesting. interesting. It will just be interesting to watch that from the viewpoint of knowing that they break up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, as someone who's not watched Selling Sunset, even I know that there had been a breakup because I read all gossip mags and I'm like, what? They're not dating. And I'm like, why am I acting like I know anything about this? Yeah. And then the final show that I super care about is the 24th, another season of the show Barry on HBO (laughs) is debuting. Yeah. Which is a great show with with Bill Hader and it's Mm -hmm. like a dark comedy and- it's just so good. Okay. Yes. I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I've, I've heard a million people say it's so good and so underrated and that it hasn't gotten the attention it deserves. Yeah. And then two shows that tons of people watch that unfortunately I just don't. And one is they're both shows I want to watch because a, I watched breaking bad, but I've never watched better call Saul and better call Saul debuted yesterday. And the final then season? final season of Ozark the second half of the final season debuts on the 29th. I'm not ready. Oh, hell yeah. I can't, but I don't, I haven't watched either of those ever. Oh my God. I know. And I love Jason Bateman. I love him. And it's weird to watch him the first, especially the first couple episodes of season one. Cause you're like, who is this man? Cause he's so freaking serious. Yeah. You're like waiting for him to crack a joke and then he never does. But now it's like, those days are gone. Like now I'm like, Come on, come on, yeah. Marty. But um, I, I think I, the third season was just kind of like meh. But this, this season, because they released <laughs> half of it, and then obviously the second half. But the first half was like, like every episode was insane. House, yes, like, so good. Well, I felt so stupid not watching Better Call Saul because I was like, I watched Breaking Bad from the jump. Mm-hmm. It, it was when I lived in California and. Uh, very similar to now. I didn't have a whole lot going on at first. So, and it just happened to be when breaking bad started and I just like imprinted on that show and we were yes. one. And so I don't know why I didn't watch better call Saul. It was kind of like I needed a break, but mm-hmm. I love Bob Odenkirk. 
And I've been told a thousand times I need to watch it and I haven't. So I guess I'm just letting both of these shows completely finish and then I'll just start and go on my own journey. I loved Breaking Bad too. So I need to watch um, Better Call Saul. I think I would really like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I mean, Matt and I just, well, Matt had seen Breaking Bad. He was like you, he watched it when it was actually on, but then he finally talked me into watching and he rewatched it with me. Like that's how long it had been since he had seen it. He didn't remember like a lot of it. Oh yeah. I'm sure I wouldn't either. Yeah. And so we watched it just this past year and I was like obsessed. It is so, I was so good. We finished it and I was still like, I don't want it to be over. And I'm like, but I kind of was, it was nice to kind of have a break. So now it was exhausting to watch. It wasn't every episode. I was like, and then I'd go to bed and just think about it. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, and every episode I'd think, how can this show continue? What's going to happen now? Like how, I mean, such a well-written show. So beautifully acted like Aaron Paul, I'm in love with you. Um, still. Um, but yeah, so better call Saul, Uh but Ozark I've watched, I have not watched any of this newest season because we were watching Ozark and then the long delay between the last season to this season is when we started watching Breaking Bad. And so it's kind of, it's been long enough. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch like two or three episodes. Yeah. To to refresh. To remember. Yeah. Yeah. But those are some, Ooh, you got a good slate coming up. If you guys are looking for a show that's like kind of like I don't want to say it's the same thing as Breaking Bad, but it's kind of the same vibe where it's like a lot of stuff happens in the episodes, but it's kind of one of those like cable type shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's called Queen of the South. And it's I was on- just talking about that today. I haven't watched it, but it's so we, we good. were talking about female drug lords at work today. And- yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I, I I promise it's it's relevant to my work, but yes, we were talking <laughs> about queen of the South. It's the, the fifth, the, ep- the fifth season. So it's still currently, the show still currently airs on the USA network, oh, which yeah. I think tracks for the, how the show is. Okay. Um, but the fifth season was just added to Netflix. So, okay. but it's, it's, okay, yeah, cause I see it when I open Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's one of those shows where like, So like, to put it this way, my boyfriend was like, I don't really care about the show. Like, I don't want to watch it. He's like, it's kind of a girl show. And I'm like, no, it's not. And then I, and then I watched the first episode, rewatched it with him. And then he he has finished the fifth season without me. So. Oh my gosh. You're like, he really liked it. So I, it's like, it's, it's really good. It's really good. Okay. It's kind of a commitment, but it's, it's worth it. I think. Queen of the South. I love anything like that in that genre. That's good stuff. Yeah. I've also, I've got another show. I don't really know about it, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. Um, so I, I, like a lot of people during the pandemic discovered broad church on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did any, did either of y'all watch broad church? Yes. Cause so, you recommended it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I oh, want to, I actually would rewatch it. It's British and it's three seasons and I was devastated when it was over. It was also just a devastating show. Like the subject matter is not light. Um, it's about a a murder of a child. So Mm -hmm. like trigger warning there, if that's not something you can handle and, uh, and also there's suicide. There's a lot of really, um, upsetting, components, but it's just a beautiful show. Olivia Coleman is the main female actor. And then, um, uh, ten, David Tennant is the main male actor. Who's a real famous British actor. But anyway, I fell in love with that show. And I felt like I was chasing 
a replacement for ever since. And it's been years. Well, yesterday I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Table Manners, which is the, a British podcast. And they okay. had an actor on who stars in the show Line of Duty. And mm-hmm. it's also a British show. And they were talking about um, how, I mean, the, the way they were talking about it, they were like, every episode you had to go to Twitter immediately to try and figure out like what was going on. And it was just like this huge, like phenomenon over there. And that's how broad church was. And so, and I looked it up last night and guess where you can stream it. Hulu. So I was like, well, guess I'm at line of duty to the list. Guess I'm watching line of duty. Yeah. And if there's any line of duty heads out there or something, let me know because I don't know if it's going to be a waste of my time yet or not, but that's one I'm trying to I, I'm going to give it a, a chance because a chance. I love a, a good British show. I do too. A British murder mystery or crime solving show is so, oh my gosh. It's like what I used to watch all the time. My mom loves them. So we would like both be watching them to, and discuss. Yeah, your mom likes Vera. She does love Vera. She does love Vera. She loves Vera. She loves uh, Rosemary and Thyme. Uh, she loves, what is that? Um, I can't think of it. I'll think of it. There's so many good ones. So if my mom was on here, she'd be like, call the midwife, Uh, da, 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 da. Like, oh, Midsummer Murder. Doc Brown. Yes. Oh, yes. A a Midsummer Murder. Midsummer Murders, Doc Brown. There's another doctor as well that's so good. Did either of y'all, by the way, it was on HBO. And this is, I'm now I'm just like reminding myself of things I want to watch. Did Mm y'all watch Landscapers on HBO? No. No. Okay. I think it might also be British. It's with Olivia Coleman and it's, a, it, it's a based off a true story of like a murder or something. And it was supposed to be really good. And I, I knew one person who watched it and we talked about it for just a second and they said they were obsessed with it. And that's the only thing I've ever heard of it, but it seems like something I would like. And just having Googled line of duty, it is up in like the, you might also like region so anyway landscapers on hbo claire i think i was just looking it up on netflix because there's um so under the same kind of like broad church like sort of vibe Mm -hmm. um this author harlan coben okay yeah i've i've struck out on trying to watch some of these but if there's a good one you can recommend i'll do it stay close stay close okay because I've st- I've tried watching some of them and I'm like, no, but then I hear people love those. Okay. What yeah, are and the, I will say they're kind of, there's some of those shows where like the first ep- like the first episode, you're like, is this going to be dumb? And you have to give it like, give it two episodes before you quit. I would say. I, I shamefully, if anybody out there has been in this boat, um, shamefully watched Dr. Foster and anybody who's watched it knows why I'm saying it in this tone is it was a crappy show. It was a British show and I was in a lonely place. I haven't watched it, but I didn't like it, but I watched it anyway. And, and so, I don't recommend. Huh? Oh, so basically you really reviews from everyone. It was just, it just like, wasn't good, but I watched it because I desperately wanted to fill the void of Broadchurch. And so yeah. I watched a British procedural show or it wasn't even a procedural. It was just like a drama mm-hmm. and it was so stupid. <laughs> well, now, you know, 
Yeah. So you're like, that's my, that's my little roundup of things I'm excited to watch. I'm also, I'm going, my mom and I are going to go see hopefully this week, the movie, um, everything everywhere all at once. It's supposed to be amazing. Has Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh. And it's supposed to be everything I've been reading is saying it's just like super original and just like a really neat movie. And then I also want to see the unbearable weight of, Yes, yeah, yeah, a yeah, massive talent, the Nicholas Cage. With Nicholas Cage, in which he p- plays a character named Nicholas Cage. And my mom said to me in the theater when we saw the preview, how neat. Oh, how interesting. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is playing a character named Nick Cage. And I was like, yeah. Yes, mother. <laughs> it's truly shocking. I, I love that. She's casting so- incredibly. Did they like, what are the odds that they would cast him for this I role? I love the fascination behind that too. That's so funny. Yeah. She's so pure of heart. Susan Crouch, sweet angel. Oh, 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 filled with wonder. Yes. It's so funny that we just talked, that you just talked about a lot of British shows because the two things I want to talk about are two British things. Tonight. Okay, great. One, and this will come as no surprise to Jacqueline. Well, it will come as a surprise a little bit that I just this weekend- Finally started watching Bridgerton. Oh, I've never watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One episodes one and two. Jacqueline okay. and I had a little girls day with Keeneland and then went and saw Jacqueline at a little boutique and had a little wine moment and then came to my house and everyone had already watched Bridgerton. And I was like, I haven't, we turned it on Netflix. They delightfully watched it with me. Yeah. I was like, we don't care. We have to watch this because you haven't. And I would like to experience the first season's first episode. So it was, it's, it's just, what is it about British shows? Even if it's a like, a period piece like that reimagined because the music is all current day music that they're just playing acoustic. And you're like, wait, what, why do I know this song? So lovely. I, but what I do the same thing that you were just talking about. You're letting Ozark go by. You're letting better call Saul go by. I do that with, it's like, if I start a show late after everyone else, I don't even want to watch it until everyone else is done watching it. Cause I'm like, no, I'm just going to be late. So Bridget, yeah. I've kind of like wanted to watch it last season or season one, cause they're into season two or season two is already out, whatever. I just kind of was like, no, I'm too late. I'm not going to do it. So I was so glad to finally watch it. Cause I love it. And that lead actress, Phoebe, however you say her last name, De- Devonor, Denevor. I, I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't She's know how so you pronounce pretty. it. She's so pretty and just so such a great. Well, did either of y'all watch Younger? Yes. No. So she was on Younger too. And I, I love, I know, I just like, I really like her. She plays a character named Claire. Oh, oh my God, she does. Mm-hmm. Is she British in it or does she have an American accent? She's Scottish in, oh, she's, oh, she's Scottish or Irish. I can't remember now, but she's, yeah. And and by that wasn't any type of accent, but I she's did. Scottish. She's Scottish. <laughs> oh my God, you're so right. I never put two and two together. Yeah, that's her. I'm gonna watch younger because uh, Claire's trending younger for three years to me. I love like, it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. And then yes. I've literally written down every show that you have mentioned because I'm like, see, I um, know how to watch stuff. That's what I, I do. know. I know how to watch stuff. So, like, when do you guys watch? Like, most of the time, like at night. Like, is it like the last thing you do before bed, or is it something you do on the weekends? Like, when do you find yourself watching shows the most? Uh, when um, Friday night. Okay. Friday night's a big streaming night for me. Um, I try to watch like one episode of something a week or each night of the week. Yeah. I mean, the last two days, Sundays and Mondays are now fully taken up by American Idol. Yes. Um, 
And then mm-hmm. beyond that, it's like, I'll watch like tonight, I'll watch an episode of drag race and then I'll uh-huh. headphones back on, make my lunch, make my breakfast, clean my kitchen, get ready for bed, lay on the bed, like a psycho <laughs> turn Tati on fall asleep. <laughs> What a night. I love this day in the life of Carol Crouch. What's it like? Here she so, is. I will say sometimes. Okay. I, that's, that's not, that's not accurate. I would say um, <laughs> probably 60% of the time I consume a lot of TV during the day. If I'm working from home. Yeah. Um, I'm a big, like, the TV is constantly on in the background kind of gal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I loved, so like that's where I watch a lot of like the reality TV shows, like the ultimatum or stuff like that. Like I'll just have on in the background where it's like a show where like, if I miss a minute, I'm not missing out on the entire. Yeah. You're not show. missing a huge plot line where you're yeah. like, wait, what? But like <laughs> other shows, other shows I have to like sit down and watch. I usually watch probably like right after dinner, I would say. And then from there, I don't know, but then some nights I like, will just not even turn on the TV and we'll spend like a few hours reading. It kind of just depends what I'm in, but on the, Mm. on the shows I have to sit down and watch, I will watch maybe one or two episodes in the evening, but sometimes like on like in the middle of the day on like a Saturday or Sunday when I'm just kind of like laying around is when I'll watch like a big chunk of a show. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing on the weekends. Like if I have some time, like, yeah, that's when I'll like sit down and it's so nice when you can just binge four episodes and not be worried. Like, Oh, is it 2 AM? I have to get up at seven. What am I doing? Yeah. The worst you turn around and you're like, Oh God. Um, yeah. So I do that. It's just hard. Like Matt and I will usually watch because it's hard because I have shows I want to watch that Matt definitely doesn't want to watch. Like after we eat dinner, he'll be like, what do you want to watch? And I'm like, I, I want to watch this. And he's like, absolutely not. I'm like, I know you don't want to watch it because it'd be like shows he'd want me to watch. I'd be like, absolutely not. Yeah. My like, mom, yeah. Saying? My mom and dad never, they literally watch TV in separate rooms because they don't want to watch the same thing. So mm-hmm. why would they yeah, watch parents do the same thing. they just don't force each other. It's like, all right, I'm going in there to watch this. You're going to watch this in here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. So a lot of times if there's something we both want to watch, we'll watch it in there. And then I'll watch stuff on my iPad when I get in the bed. Like that's usually when I'm watching a show during the week. Like yeah. If, yeah, during the day, like on the weekends, if yeah, we're just having like a quiet weekend or a quiet day. Yeah. That's the best time to binge watch um, a really good show. Sometimes I love like at night when like Matt's asleep and Ollie, my dog is asleep and I just have my iPad on my lap chest whatever in the bed with my headphones in and I'm just like perfect 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 yes I'm just like oh tonight is lovely I'm like look at me I've got like my Laneige lip mask on I'm ready to go that is so funny so last night I started there's this new limited series on Netflix I don't know if y'all have seen it but it's called the anatomy of a scandal yes I I've been, is it new or is it just new to Netflix I think it's uh, I want to say it's new but I don't okay. know for sure I, I think it's one of those like Netflix produce like original like limited series 
The name um, just sounds so familiar that I'm like, did I already know about this or for me? Yeah. I, I know. I think so too. But I think I keep in my head hearing when you say the scandal. name, I think, well, scandal, but I also think how to get away with murder is where my head goes. The show yeah. under rhymes. Yeah. That was either way. No, it says 2022. For some reason, I was thinking it was something that like aired maybe somewhere else. And then now and we then, finally are seeing it. But oh, yeah. is yeah. it good, Jacqueline? Yeah, it's good. I have one episode left if that tells you anything. Um, there's Ooh. like five or six episodes, and I watched all five last night. So- <gasps> OMG, that's quite the recommendation. <laughs> Are they an hour episode? Um, like give or take a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, I would say they're probably some of them were like an uh, exactly an hour, and then other ones were like 50 minutes. Okay. So like oh, they were all kind of things, but there's like five or I think I want to say there's six episodes because I know for sure I just have one left, which I probably will watch tonight um, when we end this. But it's, it's always so hard good. to watch the last episode of something. It's like, oh, I don't want it to be the last one. <laughs> I see for me, I like get like addicted. I'm like more, more, more. Like I like cannot. T- I literally cannot turn it off. Like I. Well, I- I just don't want it to be over. It's like when you're finishing a really good book, you're like, but no, then these characters will be gone. It's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just recently, or most recently, it was for me, the only murders in the building. I just needed to know what happened. And I just, I was watching it. I was trying to watch the entire thing in one day. And I was like, this is like unhealthy viewing behavior, but I'm just going to be I loved that show and they they're filming the second season. The trailer came out. Yeah. They said it'll be out just later this year. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Everyone. I love that'll be another. I mean, I love everyone on that, but Martin short, I just adore him. I know. And then he said you had another British thing. Yes. So, um, (laughs) so you guys know, I would have never known her by name, but I've seen her because my mother, I was raised on British procedurals. Her, it's an actress in England that's in a ton of crime shows, but a ton of like comedy stuff too, but that stuff that only airs in England that we don't see here. Her oh. name is Miriam. I think it's Margoyles. She played Professor Sprout in Harry Potter. The okay. one who taught them in the guard, like the, with the plants. Oh yeah, like I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, kind of an older woman at that time when the first Harry Potter, she wasn't very old, but she's like, I'd say. Like you know, Miriam Margulies or something. Yeah, maybe that's it. Margulies. She's like in her eighties now. Yeah. She is not a comedian. I don't think, but I fell upon Lee actually showed it to some of us at work and now I can't stop watching it. She is so hysterical. And there was this mashup that he was like, I just found this the other day and I'm cracking up. So he shows us all at work. Now I can't stop watching it. She is so hilarious. I've been watching these compilations of her on that, the Graham Norton show, which is that hugely yeah. famous late night show in England. She tells the bodiest, raunchiest stories. And she's this old woman. And you're like caught off guard. Like it is. And she's so hilarious. So if you ever are needing just like 10 minutes of something funny to watch, and you're going to be shocked the hell out of you at first. And then it's like so endearing because she's still so sweet, but she'll just tell these stories that you're like, what? So if you can look up her compilations from the Graham Norton show, it is and to see the other celebrities, because Graham Norton always has like four celebrities on the couch at one time. He has them all out there at the same time. The other celebrities like looking at her when she tells like a shocking story, they're like, what? And she's just like, oh, yes. 
is this this the one lady you showed me a clip of that we showed you about the girl and like was it about blowjob it was about a blow she tells a blowjob story (laughs) what yeah she tells a blowjob story from when she was in college and she says this is before i was a lesbian (laughs) and you're like what she's like i was sorting myself out (laughs) Sorting it. That was a blowjob. Sort it. Say it. Sort it. Yes, I showed Jacqueline that the other night, and I was like, I can't stop watching him. Like she, and it makes me want to find access to more British, because apparently she does all these like not comedy shows, not like Comedy Central, like stand up, but she does late night shows. Yeah, like late night shows, but they'll also there's all these like shows that would be on maybe Comedy Central, but it's not stand up. It's just like her and other funny actors put in uncomfortable situations um, or they'll be on like a road trip together. Like they had one thing I read was she was on some road trip. It was like lost in Scotland. And it was her and that actor, Alan Cumming. Oh yeah. yeah. Traveling together. So anyway, it's just like, maybe appreciate her so much more as an actress. Cause I'd always seen her in British procedurals. And then I saw her in Harry Potter. And then now to see that she's this, like, I'm like, I want to hang out with this 80 year old woman. If you guys need, she's look it up. Sick. I love, I like am jealous of the fact that they have the Graham Norton show because it always seems like they get the best people on there, best interviews. It's just such a fun show. Mm -hmm. And I know we have our late night shows, but there's something different about the Graham Norton show that seems, I don't know, like it's like they get more access to the celebrity. Yes. And he can kind of get these celebrities to talk about things that I feel like we'd be like shocked that they would talk about on one of our late night shows. It just seems a little more, which is weird because when you think of British people or England, you think they might be not as free as we are. Yeah, a little more reserved. Don't get into it on Graham Orton. Yeah. And it's like, what? But yeah, so the episodes, like she had, like one of the episodes, it was like her, Matthew Perry, um, somebody else. Another episode was like Kylie Minogue, Russell Crowe, Cameron Diaz, and somebody like, they're all on the couch together. And I'm just yeah. like, how does he, A, who does the scheduling that can get all these celebrities in the same room at the same time? But yeah, I'm like, it's so good. I wish we had a Graham Norton. Yeah. Let's have to move to the UK. Yes. Those are my British things this week and I'm crushing on it. So when you started talking about all those British shows, I was like, yep, perfectly yep, yep, in. Yep. Here are exactly. the topics that I'm trying to speak on. Okay, so Jacqueline, you are a a reality show girl. Yeah, like on the theme of television, we're just really going hard on the viewing content. Yes. Um, Yeah, so on the theme of reality television, I just, I feel like, I mean, specifically with the Real Housewives and Bravo, there's kind of just have been a bunch of random things um, going on the past like week or so. Um, I would say specifically, um, the most recently thing that happened, um, was that, um, on Potomac, Ashley Darby announced that she and her husband, Michael were, um, filing for like a legal separation. So yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so happy. I'm so happy. I said Mm -hmm. it to Claire and I was like, I sent her like a hundred exclamation points and she's like, thank God. I I knew Claire was going to be so excited about this. Oh, I can't stand that man. And I, I, I I love the Potomac ladies and (gasps) Ashley is so much better than that piece of trash Michael Mm. Darby. I mean, you all, this is, this is a, um, housewife's husband that was, um, accused of allegedly like, what, what was it like harassing or 
like you touch someone inappropriately in the cameraman production yeah not great yeah I watched Potomac when it first came on and and so I know all these characters I haven't watched as regularly as you guys but even I that first season I was like I don't like this guy so wait I didn't know he used of like weird touching of us like a staffer Yes. Yes. Ooh, why? And then like part because of he's it was a freaking on. creep. Yeah. And then it wasn't it like kind of caught on camera. Like he said some sort of comment or something. And it was like alleged, like what happened? I don't know. It was really weird. So anyways, so she posted, um, she posted a statement And she just said, almost eight years ago, when Michael and I said, I do, we anticipated sharing every single day toward every single day together from that moment forward. Unfortunately, that is not our current reality. We have decided to separate. We are aware that there will be many speculative reviews as to why we have made this decision. People will be quick to assume that the causes were too much intrusion by reality TV into the most personal part of our lives, age gap issues, cultural problems, or child rearing differences. Pieces of all of these may have affected our pure love for each other, but no one is the root cause of our mutual decision to go separate ways. We are both now, we are now both at very different stages in our lives and have different goals for our futures. We both want the other to achieve true happiness and fulfillment and feel that we cannot do this together. While our romantic bond is broken, we will always love and respect each other. And we all also know that the true happiness can only be achieved by continuing to work together and putting our hearts and souls into raising our two beautiful boys, Dean and Dylan. They will always feel loved and supported for they are, were truly created out of love. As this is a personal matter for us, we appreciate everyone who has been a part of our journey and ask for your continued support by respecting us as we go through this emotional situation. Darby, or Ashley Darby, I hope this is on the next season of Potomac. They are filming. I I am dying to see single Ashley. Yes. Like I I need air to breathe. No one, no one earns a paycheck better than Ashley Ashley Darby. I mean, this woman, they have put all their business out there on front street. And yeah, from what I saw on social media today, they are filming. And also I take issue with that statement. We will always love and respect each other. Honey, he doesn't respect you the way he acted. Mm. Like he did so much to humiliate her. Not good. I'm I'm just happy. He cheated on her and slept with a woman. And then the woman took a picture of his like underwear, him and his underwear like facing a dresser. So it was basically like his back, like, like his and baggy, his, like, saggy butt. Oh, yeah. no. And like I mean, posted it on social media and that's how it got like public. The shade room. Yeah. The shade room. And that um, happened on the shade room during last season. No, I think it was two, it was se- two seasons was that ago. Two- oh, I can't remember, but Whatever. I mean, no, I it think- was two seasons ago because it was when Monique was still on No, and they were at her lake house yeah yeah well I think the theory that we kind of all had who like those of us and Jacqueline I know is included in this that we're watching in real time with all this is it really seemed like she wanted to have two babies and it's like she was doing this to like get two children with this who will have the same dad and then be done with it and I feel like that's maybe what happened is like she was just willing to like 
kind of sacrifice shit for a little bit, have two babies by the same person and then just peace out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's rich. Yeah. Uh, I saw like, I'm like, like Bravo accounts right I follow like, said he was worth $20 million. Yeah. All so right. the divorce should work well in her favor. I'm get hoping. that back sis. And you yeah. should. Yeah. And She's full custody. Perfect. Get it all. After all yeah. the hell he's put her through. Ugh. Seriously. Well, okay. So another, uh, messed up thing that happened and it's over in Beverly Hills. Um, so Erica Girardi, uh, she threw away Garcelle's book in the trash and then like put it on Instagram. <laughs> okay. I saw reports of this. Yikes. Why? Why? Shut <laughs> up. I know. Right. It's just like, hunty. No. Why are you, honey? No. The last it's thing just you need is cheesy. Like, I know. Stupid. I'm I like, mean, the best and the best part of the new um trailer for the season was when Erica was like talking to Garcelle and then like saying like oh you're making me look bad or something like that and then like Garcelle was like oh I don't have to do that like you do that for yourself <laughs> like <laughs> like boom 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 shots fired yeah and like Erica and then another part is Erica was like I don't I only care about myself when her like she's in she's involved in like this major lawsuit with her like soon to be ex-husband I guess you know with the plane crash plane victims crash. and um yeah God, it's a whole thing and then she's on camera saying oh I only care about myself like yeah honey that doesn't look good it's not yeah great. that's not, not a great look yeah which I'm anxious to see more if we're going to see more photos or anything of Tom GRD or however you say their last name, because so, last time paparazzi photos came out that I saw, he did not look well. Some pod, a podcast that I listened to had like a source that knew firsthand that he definitely like has dementia. That's not a lie. Like he is not in good shape. Yeah. yeah. So I, mean, I believe it. I mean, he's up there. He's yeah. Old, he is up there. Like, Imagine the toll this takes on someone, but yeah, there had been reports that he was suffering from dementia. And I'm like, good Lord. Yeah. Yikes. So I don't know, but it's throwing bows and throwing stones at other people. (laughs) Yeah. But the best part of the Beverly Hills trailer to me was at that point where Kathy was knocking on the door and they said, don't let her in. I'm like, what's happening? Well, and then did you see that, that part of that, um, of the trailer where Kyle and Lisa were sitting with Kathy and like Lisa yeah. was talking to Kathy and then, you know, Kyle was like, yeah, like it really hurt me. And then Lisa almost like smirks. Like she knows, like, yeah, she's smiling. It's she's like going to be good. PD. I'm yeah. like, what? I'm like, what? Like, I just want to know what was said. Like, what did Kathy say? Yeah. Because a few months ago when they were all in Aspen, obviously they were filming all of the Bravo, like little insider accounts I follow on Instagram were saying that sources say that Kathy like allegedly said like some sort of like slur to like a, like an employee or something. And like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All this stuff. So now it's like, okay, was that really true? Or was it just something about Kyle that was like mean? And then also on the same trip, Erica and Dorit or Dorit and Lisa or maybe even the three of them heard it and all left the trip early. 
I know Dorit for sure, but I can't remember if it was Dorit and Erica and Lisa or just Dorit and then one or the other. But I know for sure Dorit was one of the ones that left early. That but left. there was like all of this stuff. There was all these rumors going around and it was like pretty crazy. But I remember on Instagram, like on the stories, if you follow them, you could tell that Dorit was one of the people that left the trip early. Okay. So I'm very, I'm just excited to, to, yeah, to get the, oh, they're so good. Whoever makes the, I mean, the trailers and the teases they do on that show are so good. Oh, I just, I just really enjoy following the Real Housewives year round on social media and then getting kind of little tidbits as they go on into like what the show's going to be about. Like I enjoy you know, if they're filming, I enjoy when they post about it on their Instagram story because I'm then I'm like, oh my God, they're filming and I get excited about it. And- exactly. And then it's so exciting when you actually see it air because you're like, that's what they were filming. It's the same thing. Like I used to love, I mean, I know the Kardashians now say that they prefer their new show because there's a quicker turnaround, but it was yeah. so exciting when the old show would finally come on and we all knew what was going to happen, but it's like, now we're seeing what actually happened. Yeah. So that's yeah. Exactly what you mean. It's like, you know, kind of, but to actually finally see it, it's like, oh, I know there is something kind of fun about that, which is weird. Like, I know, right? Yeah. It's like, that's why I'm so excited to see what actually happens with Kathy and like what she said and who leaves and, you know, all that stuff. Cause I know that's going to probably, that's going to, it's obviously going to be the biggest drama of like the whole season. Oh, for sure. It'll be interesting to see Kathy in that role because last season she was like this beloved, you know, just kind of like. This is a classic like housewives move is the second your season you have is a, the worst. Yeah. Second season will make It'll a break. Yeah. Highs, highs to the lowest of lows. So also, and then over um, in New Jersey, uh, Teresa is back to throwing and flipping things. Um, she is? Yes. Last week she threw a bunch of drinks, including a lot of red wine on Mars. Oh, no. Um, no. Because, you know, so she's dating this guy, Louie. Yes. yes. And a ton of things on social media have come out about him. There is this creepy video where he is um, like, it looks like he's like on like a lake in like, Utah or like Arizona, you know what I mean? Where there's like those like mountains and it's like clearly like somewhere in the West. And apparently it was like some sort of like, um, retreat for men to learn how to treat women. Um, but it's like a weird vibe. Do they practice kissing? (laughs) I don't know, but in the video, he just like says some weird things and he doesn't have a shirt on and there's like shirtless men behind him. And in the video, he is saying to his ex-girlfriend that he wants to like marry her. And it's just like, it's kind of weird, but there's all, so this came out, this was made public by his ex last summer who sent it to like one of those Bravo Instagram accounts. I think it was this account called Bravo and cocktails, which I don't even think relevant is, I think they got shut down, but anyways, they posted this. It went like crazy, crazy all over social media. Everyone was freaking out about it. And then there's all, there's like these allegations from like his other ex people that he's like hit, like hit them like kind of nuts. 
So they're filming as all of this stuff is going public. And so one of the girls, Margaret Josephs, is just bringing it up to Teresa and being like, so what's going on with this? Like, is it true? Like what happened? And yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty up. Like I, you can tell that Margaret's partially bringing it up because she knows that the viewers are going to have the same questions and it would be really yeah. weird to watch this whole season of New Jersey and just to not talk about this weird ass video that he's filming. You just yeah. have to, you just have to look it up in order to understand what I'm talking about. If you have, you not know, I've it. stayed away from looking at all this Louie content. Cause it does kind of weird me out. Yes. It's weird. It's just weird. Like you don't really know what to think of it. You don't really know like what the situation is, but at one point, what's weird about it is they talk about the video and Louie and Teresa's like, no. And it, they're like in a group setting, all the couples are there. And Teresa's like, you don't have to explain yourself. Like you don't have to talk, you know, you don't have to explain yourself to these people. And he's like, no, like, I want to talk about it. Like, just let me talk. So he says that, you know, that he like went on this retreats, like better himself. And then he's, and then he says that, he was like trying to break up with her. And that's like what this retreat about was about to like basically try to end this relationship. But obviously in the video, he like is proposing. I'm just, all I did was look, Google the video and just the screen grab. Yes, the screen grab is so creepy. That's what I've seen. That's all I've seen. And I'm like, I don't even know dudes behind him. I don't understand. Yeah. And they're all like, Guido I don't want to click you know on I mean? it because I'm scared. I'd rather it be a video of Michael Darby right now. Like I'm I know scared. it's so yes. weird. So Marge oh. keeps, Marge keeps bringing it up. And in like straight up Teresa fashion, she's like, you know, gets I'm gonna put this tape on, you know, that I will. Yeah, yeah. She gets really mad at, she's been getting really mad at Marge for like continuously bringing it up and like mm-hmm. whatever. And I, I don't know. I don't think Margaret is going about it in the best way. Yeah. The Teresa way, mm-hmm. but it creates. So then last week they were on a trip to Nashville, um, which is hilarious to see these New Jersey girls in Nashville. I think it is so funny. Okay. But Jersey they, people like country music is like bigger in Jersey than anywhere else. Jersey. Really? Yeah. They're acting like country is just like not a thing they've ever listened to. Really? I'm like, oh, please. no, that's not true at all. Like, I remember the statistic when I was in college learning about this. And then my friend Amanda and her friends went to Nashville. Like they were, they were all the biggest, like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I have like a tickle in my throat. Um, it's they were all the biggest country music listeners I'd ever known. And they were like the first people I knew who went to Nashville because oh, they were obsessed. So they went to CMT Fest like years ago. And I was oh like, CMT Fest, what's that? So yeah, I call BS on that, but anyway. Yeah. Well, that's probably, well, they're, they're like, we don't listen to it. It's like, you don't yeah. tell me a Dolly song is going to come so on. They're, so no. they're in, they're in Nashville. Um, they're in, they're eating dinner at this barbecue restaurant, which side note, I love this about the real housewives of New Jersey is they will be in full glam hair and makeup and just like go to like a cookout or eat barbecue and just like have like eat off of like a plastic plate. Oh yeah. This is the only franchise that will be full glam and eat like a hot dog and just not Mm -hmm. give a shit. And I love that about them. And they do it every single season. They've done it since day one. It is my favorite thing ever. Anyways, back on the topic. 
So they're eating dinner. Margaret starts questioning her and Teresa just no, no exaggeration loses her fucking mind and <laughs> throws a bunch of drinks on her leaves. And you know how all those Nashville restaurants bars are like on Broadway where there's like, multi, you know, the multiple levels. So, yeah. so then they're like, Teresa, let's go, let's go. So they try to get her out. She goes down the stairs and she's still like, you know, just, just going on and on and on. And then she like runs back up to go. And I'm like, oh my God. And then um, they finally get her out. And then they go back to, they were renting this big Airbnb, which is obviously like one of their friends is a realtor in Nashville and is oh, trying yeah. to sell this house. And they're staying oh, I'm sure. there to yeah. like get it on camera, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, um, they're there and Teresa's like, me, 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 like just still going. And everyone's like, oh my God, just go to bed. And then her and Louie put, get in, get on their PJs. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're going to go stay in a hotel. And they like, like, I'm not kidding you. Teresa literally leaves in like a short and like short sleeve, like satin, like PJ set. Mm-hmm. It was like a purple, like leopard. And like sandals <laughs> and leaves in that. Yeah. When she went to a barbecue restaurant in full glam and now she's like, Nashville's getting ready to see me. Yeah. Normal. So then she, she leaves the Airbnb to go to a hotel in that. And then basically the episode just kind of like really ends after that. But then I was listening to um, Kate Casey's podcast um, last week and she had Margaret Joseph's on and they were talking about that fight And Margaret said, oh, you know, like you have to read between the lines because like, why would they just leave basically in the middle of the night in their PJs? So like, Mm. she was like insinuating that production was like, get the fuck out of the house and go like, stay like we booked you. Hey, we booked you a hotel. Like go stay over there. You like, yeah. Cause you're acting crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited to watch this week's episode, but it should be good. Um, Real Housewives of OC. It's been pretty boring this season. I like that Heather Dubrow is back. Is it over? Yes. The finale was last week. So the reunion's about to happen. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. And like, it seemed quick. (sighs) Yeah. But like, honestly, like nothing really happened. Like Noelle, like Noelle is fucking crazy. Heather is back. That's good. I actually love Gina and I love Emily. Don't care for Dr. Jen. Um, yeah, I don't really, there's not really like much to say. Like Shannon, just like, she still needs, I don't hate her. I don't love her, but I think she still needs to be a housewife because she just is like made to be one. And I would like if they brought back Tamara and Vicky I think that would add a cool dynamic to like the younger girls in addition to Heather because um one of those girls was tweeting about how Heather's husband Terry who also does that show botched yeah on um E um was like cheating on Heather years ago with like a receptionist or something and like honestly the most drama from this entire season happens on social media and it literally has nothing to do with the people who are actually on the show it's mm-hmm. vicky Tamara, and kelly dodd constantly talking shit about this season yeah <laughs> and like honestly it's kind of making me be like well i need 
<laughs> it'd be so wrong to like include some like other people who've been on the show longer who are more integrated in in the years of the drama and then maybe finding more people that are like friends with Gina and Emily that could add a younger mix and we could kind of like blend these two friend groups I don't know but hmm. I'm very disconnected from Housewives of OC but God bless you know yeah happy they're out there earning their paychecks feeding their families okay so this is not housewives or reality tv at all but i just wanted to like quickly mention have you guys seen any of the drama on like instagram or tiktok about revolve fest yes so they're saying it's like the new fire fest right yes Yes. yes because okay so what, okay. what are the deets i've seen this everywhere but i don't know much about it yeah okay well i will say i went several days thinking they were that revolve fest and coachella were like the same thing yeah just like uh they're yeah, i thought they i thought like revolve fest was like one of the parties at coachella yeah, yeah i did too i, didn't like I thought the same thing, thing. i thought mm-hmm. it was like a party at coachella for like the influencers to go to because you know revolve it's like all they do is just give influencers clothes and have them make tiktoks and video and reels about it well so apparently the revolve fest okay hold on i need to look up where it was it was in um oh my gosh it was at okay hold on i'm so sorry it was it was at this, it was in um, Palm Springs, which was awesome, but it was at this like famous estate. Um, I thought I had it saved, hold on. And I, yes. We'll always love you. We'll always love you. Damn it, I can't find the name of it. But anyways, it was like, what am I supposed to do? I literally know. I'm so sorry. It was at this estate. It was at the state. It was at this estate in Palm Springs. But like the real hot, like a couple of the real housewives have, um, like filmed a little like girls trip there. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So the biggest problem with it was that the, the festival revolve itself required all the people that were invited to the party to ride on these buses to get to the actual like estate. So you have okay. to like, go to a parking lot park or like get dropped off and like an Uber or a Lyft and then hop on these buses. Well, they either didn't have enough buses or it like took oh, a really no. long time. So all these people were just standing in this random parking lot, like waiting hours and hours for a bus. Oh God. And then, and then the people that are there were like, well, you know, I'm important. So, so I let need me to get, get on the straight. bus first. I hadn't investigated this at all. All I, all I keep seeing is Revolve Fest is a new fire fest. So you're telling me these people were stuck in a parking lot where they yeah. parked their own cars waiting on a bus. So they could have just left. Yeah. So really they are victims of their own fault. Like, yeah, 
then just leave then just just go leave like why are we why are you standing in a desert waiting three hours for a fucking bus like just go home just go find a pool in palm springs drive drive like 20 miles to coachella because you're in palm springs you're not far yeah yeah Yeah. so interesting that's basically what everyone was complaining about but then um so I thought it was interesting because I had not seen the controversy, I think until like Sunday. And I follow um, this girl on Instagram. Her name is Shannon Ford. And she was one of the girls that worked in Kristen Cavallari's yeah. shop on um, Very Cavallari. Yeah, on, um, and she worked in Uncommon James, and then she like famously got fired, whatever. But she, her, I follow Shannon and like a bunch, a couple of other like, Nashville, like her, like friend group, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was at Revolve Fest, and like I followed her content, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, so I thought it was so weird. I never knew anything was wrong. Like her outfits seemed really cool, and like she like always was posting like her food and her drinks, and I don't know, like just her experience overall, and it seemed pretty cool. Um, but apparently to like go to that festival each influencer had to post so like so many tiktoks reels on instagram stories and youtube videos like a day like i think it was at least two of each a day oh my gosh like which is kind of a lot of work that's a lot like they're not gonna be able to enjoy it it's gonna be so much yeah like some content like I know yeah if you're giving people free tickets to this event sure you want to get your money's worth but it's like wowzers that's a lot yeah which I mean we're talking about Revolve which is already a brand that I feel like is constantly has influencers posting about them oh for sure the only reason I even know that they exist is because of random influencers yeah because it's influencers yeah yeah but I don't know. I saw Kim Kardashian was there, which I thought was interesting. Like random, like pretty big celebrities were there. Like Post Malone performed. Yeah. Random. Like, yeah, so random, but this hits close to home though, just because I'm in the process of planning a ribbon cutting ceremony and we have to do a whole park and hop on a bus to location. And now I'm like, where did Revolve Fest go wrong? So I can go right. Yes. So I'm, I'm just going to start tweeting that Dallas press conference is the new fire festival. Everyone FYI, we are, we are planning on having some musical entertainment and it is a CNBC event at 11 AM on the given day. We have tears. Um, we have wristbands um, of course. So it depends how important you are. And if the yeah. tears are going to be, um, you're going to be identified per wristband color. Yes. And everyone will know you get to the exclusive get meet and greet with Carol Crouch. Carol and- Crouch will, will be there. <laughs> In her we'll PIO jacket. Yes. Ooh. I love it. I love it. I am doing an event this weekend that I have to work, work and I get to wear a special jacket that I've never worn in public before. And I'm very excited. <laughs> I told her she has to send me a picture of her. I'm like, oh, I'm going to roll up like I'm here. And Hi, it's me. Act like it's I'm me. doing finger guns. Carol Crouch. Carol me. Crouch reporting for duty. Reporting you guys, for- look who just popped up over my shoulder. Oh, really? oh hi, Rusev. What are you doing, guy? 
He's like watching you house. Yeah. (laughs) I had one week of peace and now you're back. He He threw up on my couch the other day. Oh no. Really? Love him. I walked in and I was like, what? Why? And I felt bad because I could tell it was like he had thrown up, you know, it wasn't like Mm -hmm. it was just annoying, but you know, we, we do what we have to do for these little animals. I would say probably 90% of this podcast episode tonight, Lexi has been laying on the couch behind me. I'm furiously just going to town on a bone. So I'm sorry if you can hear some like weird noise in the background that it's definitely Lexi just, she cannot get enough of this bone. And I've tried to yell at her multiple times to um, shut up. And uh, she just, absolutely could not care less. <laughs> nope. Ollie just ran in here for the second time. He's been, I think Matt's been playing, uh, is it call of duty? Uh, work. He said, Oh, it's work. Um, <laughs> work in the living room with headphones on with his friends. Yeah. Um, that's what he does. I think he likes that. I do this podcast. That's his excuse once a week to play call of duty to have a little silent disco. Yeah. There he has a silent disco. Hang on. I got to mute this. He just asked me a question. Yeah. Hang on. That's so funny. Okay. So should we move into self-care and favorite things? Yeah, we should. Um, first a word from one of our other favorite sponsors, um, captured by Crouch. She is a traveling photographer based out of Frankfurt, Kentucky, and she specializes in wedding elopement, lifestyle, and boudoir sessions. And Morgan offers both photography and videography services to capture your special moments in life. Captured by Crouch is a published dark and moody photographer and is now booking 2023 weddings. So if you're interested in booking a wedding or a session, just reach out today with the code ABLOCK for your special discount. Love it. It's yes. a on the crowd on Instagram. I love her. I love her posts. Yes. Follow her. We all know her personally. And so we can vouch for how freaking fun she is to be around. Like she's the kind of photographer that's like, we'll do an amazing job, but we'll also make you feel very relaxed in the process. Yeah, like We'll, <laughs> we'll make you feel like stupid for feeling like so posed. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 She knows how to work with people and like assimilate to your vibe that you're wanting. Like she'll, yeah. she'll get on your level and make sure you also look the best version of yourself, which yes. is something we're all wanting. <laughs> Maybe we should get her. I think we, we may have talked about before to do our, we need to do some A block photos. Maybe next time Claire's in town, we'll get Morgan to do our uh, A block photos. The theme will be disastrous by nature. And it'll be a boudoir. boudoir. It will That's be a boudoir. Yes. I mean, I don't know what you guys are thinking, but that was the only option in my head. Absolutely. That's her. We're like, can you do all three of us at once a boudoir shoot? You should be like, um, yeah, like okay, girls. Okay, I mean, like, I mean, whatever you guys want. We'll just send them over to Matt Jones and the KSR crew. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Hi, like the promotional photos. Hope you guys could share them on your socials. Thank Hang you. Hang them in KS Bar and Grill. Oh my gosh, they'll love them. Wings and breasts. Which <laughs> yeah, okay. Got it. Yeah. All the parts of the chicken. Okay. okay. Um, she's going to listen to, she's going to listen to this part and just immediately text us and just be like, you guys are idiots. She'll be like, no, I'm out. Forget it. She's Guilty like, ass. name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Um, I'll kick things off this week. My favorite is so boring, but I actually have been eating it nonstop and I don't know why I can't get enough of 
sliced cucumbers in homemade ranch this week. That's like my favorite snack. Like, and I love English cucumbers, like regular cucumbers I'll eat, but I like to take the skin off. But my favorite is English cucumbers sliced kind of thin. And then I make this super easy homemade ranch that I got the recipe from another famous beauty YouTuber, Jacqueline Hill. Um, It's this super easy homemade ranch and it's so good, but just sliced cucumbers in ranch is like one of my favorite comfort foods. I don't know why it's so fresh. And light, like the cucumber is basically like eating water, but it's so delightful. Can't get over it. So that's my favorite this week. Any veggie really, like I love a tomato, a little cherry tomato, love a a broccoli to dip. Um, Mm. You know, I've been doing vegetables and dips this week too, or like the past, and I hadn't done it in a while, but Mm -hmm. I bought several dips from Trader Joe's um, and I've just really been enjoying the the cut up some veggies and dip. And it's just been like, so satisfying and pretty guilt-free. Yeah. Exactly. It's guilt-free because I love a chip and dip. I love chips. Mm-hmm. I've never, I mean, salt and vinegar chips are my twin flame. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't eat them all the time. They give me sodi bloat. And so this, yeah. And that, or like anything in any kind of chip and a dip, like a French onion dip. I love you so much. But yeah, when you sit around and eat chips and dip, you feel, you don't feel great, but yeah. Yeah. Like if you're doing like any kind of veggie dipped in something like, oh, so good. Yeah. Um, so my self care has been, um, getting back to taking my meds. I missed my anxiety meds two nights in a row and forgot how shitty that makes me feel. I had to take yes. off yesterday. I felt so dizzy and horrible when you've been on an anxiety medication or a, um, SSRI, um, which most antidepressants or anxiety meds are more than one day off can really screw with your brain. And so I just missed for two nights for no reason whatsoever. Woke up on Sunday and felt like absolute or not Sunday, Monday felt like absolute hell. Um, super dizzy, nauseous. And I know that's what it was. I was fine otherwise, but then, so I immediately took my meds and I'm feeling a lot better today, but not great. So guys, I know in the past, sometimes I've been this way and other people too, you can be like, ah, I'm too tired to get up and take my meds. What's one night. Fine. One night do not do two nights, but don't even do the one night. Just take your medication. It takes literally five seconds yeah. and like I'm beating myself up, but I'm glad I'm feeling better, but it's just kind of a, remember it takes, that's why you're taking it daily to keep that juice in your system, to keep your brain functioning as it should. Um, you know, if you don't make your own serotonin store-bought is fine. That's right. Sure you're taking the store-bought. And so I love the store-bought. Love the store, but I have not done that in years. The only other time I felt as bad as I did yesterday was when I was switching anxiety medications, probably five years ago. And I had to completely come off one. And I even did like my doctor said, but yeah. it made me feel so sick for days. And so just take your meds, everyone. It's worth the five seconds. You won't feel like hell for one Do day. You guys take your meds hard. at night or in the morning. I take mine at night. Night. Mm-hmm. I was told to take mine at night. Well, specifically my allergy medicine at night. So by the time I wake up, it's in full effect for the full oh, day, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's yeah. sunk in and all that, but I'm just a night pill person. Anyway, my, my mom's always take, well, no, I think my mom started taking her pills at night because of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've like back when I first started taking an antidepressant years ago now, um, every now and then I would miss and I wouldn't feel so like emotionally like weak or not, I don't want to, that's not the word I wanted to use, but like, like just more fragile, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, my stomach would get so messed up and it was just like, oh, I cannot miss because yeah. 
it, I mean, that is a side effect that I experienced when I first got on pretty much any, cause I was on Zoloft and now I'm on Lexapro. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do affect my stomach for those first couple of days. And then once I get past it, I don't feel a thing except for happiness and flying high in the sky. That's but, right. um, but yeah, those days that you're like trying to re like, uh, calibrate yourself can be really rough. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I truly never miss. It's one of those things. Even if I've fallen asleep, I'll wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and be like, (gasps) and then I'll just walk into the bathroom and take the pills and I don't even care. And I, I just, yeah, it's like, I will sleep in my contacts. I will keep my makeup on, but I will take those pills. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's in the morning. So I yeah, I don't know. I, and they don't make you feel weird or anything? No, because I feel like I um, I just take them in the morning because I think I more regularly wake up at the same time than I do go to oh. bed at the same time. Yeah. Like I feel like in the morning, you know, like I wake up, I don't know. Like it, it's normally, like, I don't know. I've just, I've always, like, it's like the first thing. It's like, I literally take those with some water and tug a bunch of water. And then I brush my teeth and like do all the things. So I don't know. It's like always now, like do you do it before or after breakfast before do you do it before? See, I always, the only time I'll ever take stuff in the morning is because I think one time Claire, probably you, like you said, you were told to take them at night. I was told to take them at night, but I think it's because maybe something I was on at that time was best to be taken with food. And so they were like, yeah. yeah. So now there I are- have it head, And so I'm like yeah. worried. I'm always going to get sick if I haven't eaten enough. Before yeah. I take- there so are a couple vitamins I take that I wait until after I eat, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'll like, I will like set them out and like bring them like with me and like put them like in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. So after I eat breakfast. But like, I don't really like, I kind of intermittent, intermittent fast. So I don't really eat un- like my first meal until like at least noon. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So but I would say mostly yeah. in, the, in the mornings I take like Zyrtec and yeah, my Zoloft. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, cool. That's good to know. See, that kind of makes me feel better. I'm like, if I ever needed to take it in the morning, I'm not going to be, it's those multivitamins that if you take them on an upset st- or on an empty stomach, oh my God. you'll be get, sick. You'll be I'm sick. not kidding you. Yeah. Never take zinc on an empty stomach. I did it one time and I legit was like, I thought I was going to be ill. Oh, (laughs) one of my first college roommates every morning for like a week, we would like get, we had our first class the same time and we would get ready up in the dorm. And then we go down to the first floor of our dorm and she would like run to the bathroom to throw up. She's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she was like, I don't, she could not figure it out. And it's because she was taking vitamins on an empty stomach. It's horrible. And she was like dry heaving. She was like, I don't understand what's wrong. Uncomfortable. Oh yeah. I threw up into a stall door once at a restaurant with my mother. I couldn't get to the toilet fast enough. So when I was living in Knoxville and I just was thinking, Oh, I didn't take my vitamins. So I took a multivitamin on an empty stomach. My mom and I go to brunch. She was visiting me. We're sitting at the table. All of a sudden I was like, Oh no. Oh no. Mom's like, what's wrong? I like start sweating. Like, I just was like, I think I'm going to like, go, go. So I like run to the bathroom. I get into the bathroom. Thank God. There's no one else in there. There's like four stalls. I'm like running into the stall, throwing the door open and it just comes up and I throw up all over the stall. And I was like, Oh God. And then I was fine. 
Yeah. But mom said when I, I had, I stopped an attendant when they walked, when I was walking back to the table and I was like, I, I cleaned up as much as I could, but I had a problem in the bathroom. I'm very sorry. They're like, oh, it's fine. But I was like, we got to get out of here. It's not fine. And I came back to the table. She was like, you looked, the girl I had seen five minutes prior did not exist anymore. Cause I had my hair and makeup done and a cute outfit on. She said, I came back. My hair was like, I'd sweat so much. My hair was like stuck to the sides of my face. I was pale. My hands were sweaty. She was like, what happened to you? And I was like. We can never come back to this restaurant again. I can hear like, well, we gotta go right now. Yeah, I was like, let's just go. Let's just go to Chick Fil A. I can't eat here. <laughs> it was one of my favorite restaurants, Cafe Four in downtown Knoxville. I'm so sorry. <laughs> desecrated their bathroom. Onto the stall door. It was not good. Anyway, okay. Uh, who else? Okay, my um, I, I'm getting to a point where self care is like, mm, is that self care? Uh, it's basically just two favorite things now, but sometimes the favorite thing is self-care. Yeah. So I would say self favorite thing and self-care could sometimes go hand in hand. Yeah. It's just some things that are giving you joy this week. Yes. So I'm going to go with my favorite thing is I got some jars for my refrigerator. I was influenced by none other than Emily Mariko. (gasps) And I bought these, I bought these two glass jars to keep this kind of goes along with the veggies and dips. Mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of carrots and celery on hand and it, they are annoying to have in the drawer and then like get out every time and like break off a stock, wash it, whatever. And yeah. I didn't want to use up any of my Tupperware because I take my lunch every day to work and I need my Tupperware. And so I ordered these jars and I'm keeping my celery and carrots in these jars. And I'm just like, Oh, makes me feel like I have my life together. It's yes. very easy to get out. They're ready to go. They last, they stay fresh longer. It's just like the best little addition. And my fridge just like looks a little more, you know, Fine. together. Yeah. Like home at it. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. And now I'm like, this is a slippery slope because now I want more jars mm-hmm. and now I'm going to turn into a psycho. That's like, pouring things that are in boxes into Your jars is gonna be like a container store your whole kitchen yes. and oh, honestly I, I like that's silly that's a weight that's wasting that's putting more waste into the atmosphere and I don't need to do that but it does look so nice and you it do looks see- so good there is yeah. something so pleasing about like oh my cabinet looks great like how organized it is yeah mm-hmm. because I'll be honest my cabinets have not been they've not they're not looking great. They haven't looked great <laughs> since I moved here. I've just never, they're completely different than how my apartment that I've been living in for the past several years were set up. So like the things, the organizational things that I had and just the systems that I had created for myself do not work here. Oh. And I'll be honest, we were talking about at the beginning, how I've been like, goal setting and achieving this and achieving that I've really neglected my apartment. Like it's just been, it's been a place where I have just everything all at once. No. (laughs) And I did release, like, I was just like, you know, I'm just not, I'm not going to do it right now. Like my apartment will get there. I bought a lamp, a floor lamp for my living room recently. And that felt really great. Yes. But beyond that, I'm just like one thing at a time. So I've got a floor lamp and some jars for my fridge and those baby we'll steps. Another thing in a couple weeks, whatever. Exactly. exactly. So if you're out there and your home is just not together, you're not alone. 
I'm the same way. I mean, I've, I've moved into this place in November and I definitely don't have my shit together in this place. Yeah. It takes well, a while. Like, get I don't understand people that like, there'll be YouTubers I follow that are like moving apartments. And then like three days later, they'll be like, I unpacked everything. And I'm like, how? No. I still have a box. That's I, Yeah. I still have boxes from my last move seven years ago that I never unpacked. <laughs> but I'm like, what's in there? It'll be like a time capsule. <laughs> right. Uh, I need to admit it. I'm definitely one of those people because it gives me so much anxiety to like have things that are like still, um, not unpacked, uh-huh. but like, I'm a person where like, it'll take me a long time to like fully decorate it and get it the uh-huh. way I want it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I lack a lot. I just, I, you know, I sold all my furniture before I got here. So mm-hmm. I've had to, I'm starting over from pretty much scratch in terms of furniture and decor. So it's just been one little thing at a time and we'll get there. We will get there and expensive. So I didn't have the ability or luxury to be able to just like have the money to buy everything. everything Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to actually get stuff I like (laughs) instead of just buying stuff out of like necessity. I've got to have this. I've got to have a a couch, a table or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, who knows? Like maybe the maybe like a couch you're eyeing or whatever you're eyeing, like will go on sale or you know whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. probably not. I usually wait till right after the the sale ends to buy the item. That's love it every time. I'm like, well, good. Glad to know this was on sale yesterday. Um, and my self care, and this will fall under self care because it really, there is something that gives me, I feel very peaceful about it. And I, it's kind of grounding. I have been sleeping with my bedroom windows open. Um, Ooh, they, wow. it's been, it's been cool overnight here. And, um, I live, my living situation is such that I can safely have these windows open and there's screens over them and everything. And I'm, I feel pretty confident that it's not uh, a safety issue. And Mm -hmm. I just love laying in bed at night and hearing like cars drive by. (laughs) I know that's so weird, but I natural ambient sounds. Yes. I just really like hearing. And I've heard some things where I'm like, what was that? I'm scared. But, um, I mean, I live in a city, but at the same time, it is just like a really comforting thing to me. And then the breeze kind of feels nice. So it's been a really lovely way to fall asleep. Uh, if I'm not listening to Tati, I'm listening to the night sounds of Dallas, Texas. Love oh, that. dang. That sounds like a podcast. The night yeah. sounds. Yeah. An ASMR night podcast. Mm. So that's me, Jack. How about you? Um, so I, so my, um, self-care of the week is that I, um, have started taking CBD gummies Ooh. And I, so I've tried them in the past. Um, but I wasn't like a big fan, I guess maybe just of the brand or I don't really just, you know, for whatever reason. Um, Yeah. But what, so my friend, um, Bella, she works, um, for this CBD company called, I think you say it Ananda or Ananda. Uh um, based they're based here out of Kentucky and it's out of Georgetown. Um, but she works for them and she gave me, and I, we were just talking about CBD gummies and she gave me like a little pack just to try it. Um, I have, Oh my God. Like I've noticed 
I would seriously, I've noticed a difference. It's just like, um, I don't really know how to explain it other than it's very similar to like a, um, it's kind of like a mix of a Lexapro and a melatonin Mm. without like the sleepy ness of it. Like Mm -hmm. it's just calming, which obviously is what it's supposed to be, but that's what it physically feels like. Like you can really feel a difference. I can legitimately feel, yeah, yeah, I can legitimately feel a difference. And, um, for, I took, so I took them. So I wasn't really sure what time, what part of the day I wanted to take them. So I've taken them in the evening, the past couple of days, just to see like how I would, it would affect me. And, um, I just felt like calmer at night in general. And then I was texting her about it and she said she takes them during the day. Um, so I tried it during the day today and I was like, oh, like this is just kind of nice. Like I just feel a little more at ease in addition to what I'm already doing. So if you're interested in it, um, I'll have to share the link just so you all can yeah, um, yeah. look it up. But I really like it. I tried the, she gave me the mango flavor. So I don't know. I really liked it. I've enjoyed it. And I think I've tried CBD gummies before. And this was like the first brand where I have physically, and I guess a little mentally to notice a difference. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's very interesting. I feel like, yeah, brand to brand, you just kind of have to find one that works for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I know, I'm like, yep. I know. Right. I'm like anything just to help me feel a little more calm on days where I'm like stressed out or just, you know, in general, whatever. So yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so I will say, um, my favorite thing of the week is that I, um, got candles and I have not gotten new candles for like all of my rooms in a long time. And I got new candles the other day and I'm just really, this baby girl loves it. candles. Where I from? love it. Where from, you know, you know how I do home goods. Home goods. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, you know, how I do home goods, but yeah, I have, you know, listen, there's one thing about me. You can always count on me having a minimum of one candle per room. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes bathrooms, everyone. When you go to Jacqueline's, it's like, it's like a scent journey as you walk. Like, in this room, I'm picking up a little gardenia, but in this room, it's more of a cinnamon with a vanilla. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Oh, I specifically pick out candles when I'm at okay, home. Okay, Haley. Oh, I thought you were trying to show us your room. rack. I'm just showing you my corgi who came by to say hello. Also, check out these breasts. Morgan's going to love to photograph them. <laughs> Oh no, I just turned my screen off like a goober. No, you're on. No, you're on. Oh, okay. I just shut. Okay. I couldn't see you. No. I was like, what have I done? Anyway. Okay. Well, yes. So you're enjoying, you haven't set the candles out. You haven't burned any. No, I have. Oh, I'm burning them tonight, but it's just, yeah, my favorite. Oh, I love it. I forget how much I like a candle till I get a new one. Home goods or TJ Maxx has they carry that line. And I do like them. And I'm so glad I haven't gotten candles there forever. They have a line DW. Yeah. They're really good. That one's really good. Yeah. They have a lot I'm of good. So, I'm too precious with my candles because I have, right. Like I'm looking at two right here. Two. I have one, I have two up there. I have one in my bathroom and one in my kitchen. And 
I love them. And then I have two over there. So I have quite a few out, but I very rarely burn them because I'm like, I don't want any of them to go away. I know I'm weird like that. I'm like, well, what am I going to do when the candle's gone? And then I just right. throw them away. But like the point of having them is to burn it's them. To burn them. Yeah. So what so am I doing? I'm like, I'm one of those people where if I'm home, all of the candles are burning. I, See, I have to do that. Like what, are, what special occasion am I waiting for? Just being alive is a special occasion. Exactly. Like that's yeah. how Jackson burns her candles. And I need to be more like that. Like if if I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying them, I'm enough. Oh, if okay. I'm at home during the day and I'm work, like if I'm working from home during the day, you best believe my candles are burning. If I'm mm-hmm. at home at night reading or watching TV, every single candle is lit. Claire, what are okay. we waiting for? Let's burn those mothers. We're, we're burning <laughs> them. Burn, burn down the house. But here's something. And I am putting this information out there, uh, not because I believe this information, but it was something that made me be like, wait, what? Um, it might've been a TikTok or it might've been on Instagram. It was some older man talking, talking about how toxins in the air from burning candles too much. Like we need like, and I had literally never considered it, but he was like, the wax goes somewhere and it's in the air. You're breathing it in. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. This is a toxin I don't want to know about. I know. I was like, I was like, hold on a second. What? I thought it was just fire. No, no. I've, I've seen content on that. And I've seen people be like, you have to use all soy candles and da, da, da. And I'll think about that for a minute and buy only soy candles. And then it's, I forget about it and I'm fine. I'm free of it. And I'm just like, no. You know, I think probably all of my candles are soy. Yeah, oh, wow. This, this is soy. Well, I'm very rich. So that's very rich. It. And be working for this TikToker that she acts like she doesn't know who it is. I'm Claire like, is an underground know. worker for this movement of candle toxins. Ooh, I don't know if this one is soy. All right. Well, well, guess I'm dying of candle cancer. Toxins. I will I don't say know, like, a lot of the candles, whatever you get from candles Max are soy. Oh, but are, but are they, who's, who's checking in on this? Oh, no. who's, who's mean, regulating honestly, what's big candle up to? It's a lot mm. to be concerned about. There's a lot to worry about. And that's just one thing that I don't know. It's like, do we I'm going to be a candle lobbyist here. <laughs> candle lobbyist. I love that. <laughs> All right. I think we've said enough. We've said too much. We've said it all. I just took my hair out of a bun. I got a shower this morning and was running late to work and I threw it in a bun. I just took it out and it is still wet underneath. (laughs) (laughs) We've got mildew, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, girls. I'm going to have to wash it again tomorrow. And the hairs. Yes. I'm going to have to wash all the hairs. Well, here's the thing. I blow dry my hair last night in an effort to have my life together and wear it like nice today. And my hair looked like crap today. So, you know, you, you, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, yeah. You win, you lose. Well, I went to a workout class and then went immediately to work. So I'm sure I looked amazing today. So, and I missed my workout class today because I was stuck doing work. So, you know, life is life. Life is imperfect. Again, you win, you lose. You do. You do. All right. But you find refrigerator handles. Or your, yeah, I blew it. Your refrigerator jars. I blew it. That's never going to go on a needle point pillow now. Oh, I want you to think about that when you shower tonight. Okay. And when I shower tonight, wash my hair yet again. My hairs will be crying you gotta out. sit with that thought. 
I'm an idiot. Love you both. Love, Love you. you guys. Thank you for listening. Follow like, us. Sorry hey, if you're at this point. <laughs> Follow the A Block. Send us an email, theablockpod at gmail.com. Find us on your favorite social media. Just search the A Block and search for you girls, Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline. Bye. Bye. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.